nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd. nerd. Holy crap, are we nerdy? Our Friday experience is pretty great. We got it. They mailed us our tickets. We just walked in the door. We well, you guys are D23 members, right? Well, we're no, silver I'm, members. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a silver not. Member. But that doesn't matter because if you bought your tickets in advance, they mailed you your ticket. Anyway. And you could just walk in. So welcome to Nerdables, episode 98. As you can tell, we are talking D23. It was the big event this weekend that seemed to captivate everybody. Um, I don't care what news media you were listening to or viewing or typing or listening. I don't know. It was just everywhere. Um, Sebastian, you're joining us again. Sean is here. You both went on Friday. Chris, Ethan, I know you guys didn't go, but you wanted to, and you were still catching up on all the and the news, the nose. You're catching up on all the nose. The nose. The nose and the news. Oh, I don't know. Did Ethan? Ethan? Did you really want to go? I uh, I had no real interest to go. No. So. Yeah, as I say, I don't think Ethan really wanted to go. You you didn't want to go at first, but you kind of wish you did. Don't no, you? I wanted to go. I'm not paying seventy five bucks for a single day. Yeah. To go to a convention that isn't completely. Even the kids' tickets were, I mean, there really was no, no was kids' great. tickets. I mean, it was like 75 bucks for, for a single day for me. Yeah. You know, when I'm like, WonderCon is 60 bucks for the entire weekend or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, so it was just, it was hard to justify that yeah. cost. I can understand that. Uh, D23 has always been expensive because they do want to keep, keep it more. They want to keep it more like this is specifically for Disney people. Yeah. So I, I, no, I understood yeah. the price. It just wasn't something. No, like, yeah, but it is like, and the earlier you buy, the cheaper they are. But yes. when you can't decide or if you don't know you're going to go to that last minute, it can be pretty expensive. Yeah, and there's still like three more fall conventions that I'm going to end up at. This yeah, I know. I was like, this is my fourth major convention of the yeah. year. We'll do Kamikaze, Long Beach, and just one other that I'm forgetting that I remember. Like, I think you're going to that too. So. The, uh, the Santa Barbara one? <laughs> no. <laughs> The, 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 center, the central coast one. No, yeah. Um, okay. So, so Sebastian, you and Sean were there on Friday. Um, was it crazy getting into it? Because I know when when I was there on Sunday, there were like three or four lines. You had you had the, your gold and silver membership, then you had whatever the first panel was, and then you had the general. Right. Uh, our experience was not crazy, but we could see the craziness to pick up badges. We ordered in advance enough that mm-hmm. they mailed us our ticket. And we didn't need to do anything. The only thing that they asked us if we wanted to do was go pick up a lanyard. Right. But the line for the lanyard was kind of dumb. And yeah, it was less of a line and more of like a mob. To yeah, kind to of, get lanyards. And then we looked like at a the mob lanyards. Like a mob to get in line. And yeah. the lanyards are just a simple black lanyard. Simple black, yeah, little strip. So they just said like, look, if you don't get one, you can go in anyway. And we just walked to the room and said, yeah, as long as you can pull your ticket out of your bag, you're fine. Yeah. So we just got in in five minutes walk the floor put our badges back in our bags and they let us explore and and we all had to pull out our badges what like once or twice yeah to get yeah into to get stores. into yeah to get into the mickeys of glendale and, and the, dream the, the dream store once you're inside yeah once you're inside they want to make sure that because they knew people wouldn't have lanyards right they, they wanted to double check that you were at least because on sunday when i was walking in and out every time i walked out of the door even on the concourse you know how they had like you had the uh the will call and everything separate from where the bag pickup was? Yes. Okay, every time you went through one of those little stations, they scanned your ticket, you scanned your badge. Right, sure. they did that for us too, but uh, the we didn't really leave the hall very much. Yeah. But uh, when we got in line for the actual stores, then it was just like, as long as you show it to us, we're fine. Right, right, right. 
No, so our 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 experience was, I'm sure, not unique. Mm-hmm. We got there about ten o'clock. Yeah, like ten or ten, like ten or ten thirty. Like um, the golden silver members are they've already been like long. It's, it's already been a long time since they got in. Yeah, they got to go in like, an hour ahead of everybody else. But they which pay, was a nice little thing. They pay, yeah, they pay for the membership to do it. Well, this, I, I have it, and I didn't realize like, oh, I could have gotten in an hourly. But it's, I mean. If, if I was going to be the only person getting in an hour early, it's not worth it. But you still, like, because when I went and picked up my tickets at Will Call on Saturday, they were like, yeah, we've. Uh, I'm glad you weren't here yesterday. Friday was just nuts. We had no idea with the lines. We didn't expect that many people. And But now we've got things a little bit under control. We know what we're going to do. And you know, if you line up in a certain line, if you're gold and silver, you can get in an hour early. But even when we lined up, I walked out of the hotel because we stayed at the Hilton, and I walked out of the hotel at six thirty, and the line was you know you know at the Hilton where you have the entrance to go to the food court, right, right. Okay, the line for the gold and silver was right there from the main door. I walked into the back into the hotel, back up to my room, and back down. Probably gone about five minutes just to get my badge. And the line had already moved all the way down, almost to the end of the building. Dang. Yeah, within like five, ten minutes. Well, and I'm even happier that we ordered our badges ahead of time. Yeah. Because they just mailed them to us, and it's like, okay, it's just a just a giant ticket, essentially. Yeah. Remember, the, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, remember, remember how like the we saw that will call line on Friday? It was just a massive yeah, it thing was of people. Just like a like, blob just, of people. A blob. That was it. Not even a mob. A blob. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds. This sounds a lot like celebration. Oh, it was. Like if you yeah, kind yeah. of. If you weren't there at celebration early, because I got there. I got there less than an hour after Rich did, mm-hmm. and Rich was able to get in fairly easily. But within that hour, the line was on the other side of the Hilton, and there's just four like tentacles just lines different places yeah. and they tried to put everybody together it was an absolute mess right because then they had like that nightmare. like they took like a good quarter or of uh, the convention center just for the line badge pickup yeah well yeah, the whole the, the, the whole, whole room was. yeah the whole yeah. room was was done in the basement but yeah by that point the line had gone out straight out of the um uh the convention center down that long walkway around the hilton around the parking lot and then they built another line that went down towards the street on the other way. And then they merged our lines together as we went in, in terms of celebration. And it was just, yeah. And this sounds a lot like it, just an absolute and there was a, there was a, humanity. There was a, a, you could definitely tell both of them were hosted by Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that. Again, I, it makes you, <laughs> I never thought I'd say it, but it makes you really appreciate the, the people that CCI hires to oh, do yeah. WonderCon and Comic-Con. They've, got, they've figured out how to do as much people as they have, as many people that are there for mm-hmm. something like San Diego or even WonderCon, they do a very good job of managing it to the best of their ability. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna corral as many people are in San Diego and have it work perfectly. Right. But WonderCon is just no problem. WonderCon was but so see, easy to get around. This is what we've been talking about. This is what you and I've talked about, and even Ethan's talked about. You know, in the past, where everybody keeps talking about Comic Con moving to Anaheim, it would just be. There would have to be that time period of readjustment and trying to learn the process again because they do in San Diego. They have it down. They've done it for so long. Yeah, they long. know where they're at and, and where they're going. And... Yeah. Now the weird thing I noticed when I was standing in line before we even get into the building, the people standing in line were so different than what you get at any other con. I mean, it was like I, I'm standing there behind a woman. You mean and, they didn't smell like bo and? Yeah, they're dressed like they're going to brunch or they're going to uh, you know. 
play golf or something. Yeah, like like the two, like a real like 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 a Disney crowd, like you're going to Disneyland. Yeah, almost, exactly. You know? yeah. yeah, it's a very refreshing uh, going to D23 when you go to the regular conventions. Everyone there is a lot more uh, like put together. Yeah, I'd a say. lot more put together. They less disheveled. Um, you mean at, at the D20, it, at D23? At D23, yeah. it, versus a, any other convention. Like, everyone is clean showered. Oh, yeah. They don't smell like low tide. Yeah, they don't <laughs> smell like low tide from camping outside. And even, they were letting people line up really early in the morning. Mm -hmm. But they weren't letting people camp out overnight, mm -hmm. which was nice. Like, But I, I could just see there was so kind of no like, rats, huh? Yeah, no rats and roaches. <laughs> there was kind of that, that snootiness of, oh, the Comic-Con is starting to come over into our, sh our con. And I, for me, it's like, as much as, like, it's like, yeah, I feel that, it's like, yeah, I can understand that frustration because, like, yeah, because the Comic-Con crowd is gross. I yes. mean, it, there's no other way to put it when they're hey, sleeping that's out. that's what you're talking about. Yeah, when they, well, we don't sleep outside in the harbor that's and, true, and true. leave a mess so bad that there's rats and roaches oh, and it becomes a health hazard. Like, no, you know what? No, please, stay, stay yeah. away, nerds. Stay well, D23 has always been, to me, as a small I didn't even know about it until like two, three years ago. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know this existed. Yeah. And then it was like, the, and, and yeah, because it was so different. And also at the time, Disney didn't have the properties they have now. I mean, D23 Correct. as a convention before Marvel and Star Wars show up is basically, hey, you're going to find out what's happening in animation or Pixar or whatever. Yeah. So like, imagine it wasn't that type of crowd. And there were a lot of park, park attendees. Yeah. And which, that was one thing is when I was standing in line on Sunday, and we'll get to you know the details of what was announced in a little bit, but there were people that were like, ah, Star Wars is coming to the park, and it's just going to be a mess. I just, I can't believe they're spending so much time and so much effort to expand the park and just do it for Star Wars when there's other things that need to be done and expanded. And I'm like, because Star Wars is going to bring in yeah, Star Wars is another big. $4 billion. Yeah. And Star Wars is awesome. It's, Have it's, they forgotten it's the that? It's like, it, it, really, I, my counter to that is what else do they really need to expand? What's yeah. left? Yeah. yeah. Unless unless you're going to do something based completely on the, the movies of Pixar. I don't know. There's nothing And they left. do that already, but that's the thing. Is, well, it's like, what, 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 what else do you need to do? That, that Cinderella's Castle needs a new fresh paint of coat, or a coat they, of paint. The, the, the they do I like the fresh entirely. paint of coat. I don't <laughs> know what the paint, paint of coat, coat is, but that's going to be the idea. Um, yeah, it's just, I think a lot of times it's it's uh, easy to forget that well, look, Disney parks are entirely based, like the, the rides are almost mm -hmm. all themed around Disney properties. Yeah, for the so, most part, or they were whatever kind of land they were in, yeah. right? And it's just like you know, what are you going to do? You can, what else are you going to add to Adventureland? What else are you going right. to add? Right, and it's like land? they've already got you know Pirates of the Caribbean and Indiana right. Jones, so it's like the, well, a Star Wars land to make sense since they can't mm, do Marvel. This sounds so much like a microcosm of that greater con experience, where there's a lot or a greater pop culture experience, where you had comic book fans, sci-fi fans who were a very close knit group, mm -hmm. who were very much this insular group, and then Everybody else, you know, I keep talking about that that nuevo douche that comes inside, but right. really just that mainstream that starts attacking you, in quote unquote. It's same thing here. You exactly. have Disney that was a very insular type of fandom that people were absolutely nuts for, and now if you're a fan of Star Wars or Marvel, you're a fan of Disney in a way. Right. You go to D23 now because they're making a ton of Star Wars announcements. Well, they're look making at the, look at the announcements. Marvel announcements. Yeah. Exactly, and we'll yeah. get to those. But that's. That's the thing. D23 is a huge con now because it's a Star Wars con. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing I noticed was that, you know, I talked about, you know, the way people were dressed and there were a lot, like nearly everybody around us in line was from Florida. I mean, it was just. Yeah. Because they, they're not going to get this for. Right. For another year. You know, yeah. Or, says, or something similar to it anyways. But it's also, uh, there's a lot more professionals at D23 mm -hmm. because that. 
Disney is a huge hub of the entertainment yes. and theme park industry. So mm-hmm. they go there, unlike Comic-Con, where everybody hides away and they don't let anybody walk around the show floor. It's a lot like E3. You know? Yes, e, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because D3 is sort of, it, you know, E3 in the old days used to be, it's it's a it's a professional convention right. that they let normal people into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think part of the reason when you're saying that there's a different type of crowd there is also because of how expensive it is. Yes. I mean, you already, a lot of people already are paying for that membership that allows them in. Other people are paying a really hefty sum of money just to go in for one day. You have you, That attracts a different crowd. Than who's going to show up to a lot of other conventions, right? Or you know, going to Comic Con is I've spent all my money just to get down here, right? You know, well, I mean, it, it's it, I mean, it definitely is more of a trade show feel. It's more like a NAM or a CES, you know, and some of those, right? Right, because that's I mean, you can walk down and we, you know, you can see Imagineers left and right, mm-hmm. you know, that are there for meetings, but it's also because they want to see how people are reacting to see, what's being. What's that being was something seen. new I saw too. Was they had a section set up for autographs, and the people that they had there were all Imagineers. Right. And they had lines of people standing there. It yeah. was all Imagineers and animators and voice actors uh-huh. versus, you know, you go to Comic-Con and it's, you know, uh, it's, you know, Boomer from the original uh, Battlestar Galactica. Well, no, it's right. when you go to Comic-Con and you go through the co- the actual comic and artist section, you're yes. like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, look, that's Walter Simonson and yes. Art Adams yeah. and Mark Schultz and... Adam Hughes, and you're just like, hell, they're, these, they're yeah, all by themselves. That older group, yeah. that, that mm-hmm. insular group, that's what they get excited about versus, you know, the TV and movie stuff that's there. I imagine Disney's the same way, where you have people going in that know who built which ride and who animated what and stuff right. like that. You know, something that I wouldn't know, but something like what Sebastian would know and appreciate. So, yeah, like yeah, uh, just a different Floyd crowd. Norman was there, and he's one of the animators for Sleeping Beauty, my favorite movie. So someone was like, oh, it's really, he's sitting right over there. That's kind of awesome. And he's, I mean, would be, unless you're an animation buff, would be a nobody. Versus right. like, oh, you're going to a convention and look, uh, you know, Nathan Fillion is signing. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Castle. <laughs> yeah, like that's the- why they're going Castle. Yeah, castle. <laughs> Had nothing to do with Firefly. Or castle. Not at all. And we saw like Tony Baxter walking around. Yeah, like Tony Baxter. Well, the second time, too, because we saw him at Comic-Con just walking yeah. around. And what was perfect, like, at D23, Tony Baxter walking around is like, Oh my God! It's you know the guy who created you know Splash Mountain and Big Thunder, and everybody knows who he is. And at Comic Con, it's just him and his wife alone, and we could get a picture with him, and there's no problem because nobody knows who he is there. And he's just, and he's just like, why are these kids asking for a picture with us? It's like, yeah. how do you know who I am? I, I want the Kevin and Bean Family Guy traveling. I have no idea who any of these people are. <laughs> <laughs> so, got in the building. So we got in the building. Uh, what do you think of what? What would you think of the of the layout of the floor? Uh, the layout of the floor was not much different than it's been in years. Uh, the only big difference is they the big panel rooms uh, uh, upstairs mm-hmm. uh, were still there, but they also use I believe like the second or third floor originally. Like a couple of years ago, they did uh, like a museum of Disney films, right? And uh, that was on like the third floor, completely separate from the convention floor. Mm-hmm. And this year, because they tried to make the con a little more intimate, they could fit it in, which is fine. Right. You know, uh, the Disney parks has a very specific timeline versus their movies. Like when they did their movies, it was you know you know props from hundreds of different films. Right. Versus the theme park, which is like okay, here's a ride vehicle. You know that only takes up a, a certain amount of space. A lot of documentation they had. Uh, like Disney's original script for the opening day, 
So a lot of little things. The, the first ticket, ticket number one. Yes. Which who was that sold to? At Walt Disney himself. No. Well, Roy Disney's number Roy one. Roy Disney's number one. And it's oh oh, it's, 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 zero, oh, it's zero, zero, zero one. one. Yeah. And then uh, they have Walt's badge. Walt's badge they is only number expected one. Nine hundred ninety-nine people to show up. <laughs> Do you know how much the first bar, bar ticket was? I don't want to know. A dollar. It was a dollar. It took then you sixty years the, to go to a hundred dollars. Well, it was a dollar for entry, but then you bought ticket books like an mm-hmm. old fair. Yeah. And then the ticket books you used to, to redeem, and then you could just go and buy another ticket book when you wanted to continue riding rides. Right. So, and they used the third floor, the big, big panel room. That's probably the second biggest one in the con- or in the convention center, other than the arena. They used that as the D twenty three stage. Yeah. And that's where they had their. The movie announcements, the legends uh, panel. panel, yeah. The one that, and what I like that D twenty three does that is very smart. Is that I, I greatly appreciate that uh, I know is the big. What I do appreciate from what D twenty three does that I'm sure a lot of people hate mm-hmm. is that D twenty three schedules big panels simultaneously. Yes. To divide the crowd, and I wish more cons would adopt that because when you divide have divide and conquer. Exactly. But what I, I when love. you have when you have uh, you know Star Wars going on at the same time as like a like a big Disney Parks panel, uh-huh. there's going to be a lot of people who are going to have to make that choice. And they only and, and they, they only choose Star Wars. But here's the thing: what I really loved about this was that they give you the times of the panels, and then they have you have to go through a queue to get a bracelet. And if you and when you get the bracelet, that's how you get a mission into the panel. Right. You, they and don't then, let you line up. Uh, in like the panel room you have your bracelet for the panel and you're kind of done so they know how many and then once the panel's finished they clear out the room right i i really think that hall h needs to be done well, more that's like what that. i i've wanted that for comic-con for years oh you don't want that for hall h yes no you don't i know what you're no, gonna say you is don't. because i then there's more people on the floor yeah because you're gonna you're gonna rotate people out of hall h for an entire day f that <laughs> terrible idea it, it, it's just the, the thing is well, that the, works great for a convention yeah, like D23 where it's much smaller I mean as big and crazy as people said it's the smallest convention that you'll go to it out was. of these big ones it was, it's, it's, the only fact, thing the that'll come close was smaller is, than is, was WonderCon yeah WonderCon is the closest thing that you'll see in terms of attendance but even then you don't have anything as big as, as, as the type of panels that they're doing at D23 right. but the amount of people there the smaller amount of people you can do something like that. That's never going to work at a con the same size as. Right. I just, it's, just, it's a pipe dream. In a the, way, the, it makes the, it f- the amount of money they'd have to spend to actually make the bracelets, even if they're out of paper, isn't worth the time and energy to do it. The fact that for the main floor it would be worse, but it gives more people an opportunity to go to those panels. But it doesn't. But here's the thing: it gives more people to go an opportunity to what panel? But that's just it. Yeah, I mean, everyone's gonna, still going to want to go to the same panel. Mm-hmm. Look, none of us are sitting here going, you know, I really wish Star Wars wasn't that Saturday night because they're showing some stupid trailer for some TV show that we've never even heard of first right. thing in the morning. That's not... I don't think there's enough people that are doing it. You're still going to want to go to the same f- 15 panels at Comic-Con that mm-hmm. you always do. I want to go to Star Wars. I want to go to Marvel. I want to go to DC. I want to go to Game of Thrones. I want to go to Big Bang Theory. So that's all you're ever going to do. So those, all those people are going to try and get those, those bracelets. And yes, if you don't get that bracelet, then you can go try and find something else. This is when movies used to counter-program. You know, when Star Wars sold out, there's some weird rom-com there because when you go to the movie theater at the time before the internet and you go, oh, it's sold out, well, we're here. We're going to see something. Right. We'll go see that film. That's the thing. Like, if we can't get into Big Bang Theory, maybe we'll go to Warehouse 13 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
it's just oh, that I that just amount of people, things. that amount of people, it's never gonna work. No. Um, yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's something I want, but it's one of those things. I know it's really hard, but that's the thing is like those panels create because they they did the stage passes, which were essentially fast passes for panels. Right. And everything, you know, straight away in the morning was gone for stage passes. But again, it's a limited number. It's only a couple hundred people. It's not a room filling pass. But yeah, as much as it like, but I do I do like that because. Then it's like okay, there's two large groups of people off the floor. One group is going to the you know Disney 60th, mm -hmm. and the other is going to uh, is going to the you know like the the uh, the like the like the Legends panel. Yes. You know, or like okay, well, Marvel and Star Wars are basically at the same time on Saturday, so you have. They must have killed somebody. You must have had. You have the Marvel. Well, no, no, fans. they had. They had. You had didn't they do they did it all as one they did a uh, right. they did the movies they did movies as one then they did Pixar's one and Pixar and I think the Pixar one or the animated one and the movie one was simultaneous, simultaneous. yes that was simultaneous and that's again you're getting a lot you're getting you're dividing huge you numbers Pixar of people movies, right? yeah but you it, mean it, Pixar and well, that's why I said animation yeah. that's but why I went back yeah, to so Pixar and, and live action movies were separate yeah yes but it but you get a huge number of people divided. Because then they're going to have to pick. Do they really? Do they want to mm -hmm. see? You know, like oh, do they want to see like the announcement for Frozen two, right. the cast of Frozen, or do they want? Well, that's why I think they. That's why they made a deal. They made a big deal beforehand that there would not be a new Star Wars trailer as well. Right. To let right. people make that choice with as much information that there could be something special there. But if you're going saying I have to go to Star Wars because the, the third trailer is going to be there and it's not there, you gave up on going to the Pixar one. You, that would just be death. Right. So I think that was the right choice to say beforehand. There's no new trailer. It's going to be news. You're going to see new pictures, or you're going to see whatever, and there'll be something cool there. But if you think you're seeing a, a trailer before everybody else, that's not happening. Yeah. Right. No. Di Disney's very, very clear about what they intend on doing, and they don't try and like you know. It's not like you know when you go to Comic Con, like and by the way, everybody they pull you know uh, Steve Jobs and one more thing. Right. A trailer, and everyone's like, oh shit. You know, and over there, it's like, it's like, no, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a panel that maybe, you know, they'll play and, you know, something special for after, you know, and it's like, oh, we're going to screw over Kevin Smith again. And it's, it's Poor a poster. They were I, would, that, I thought that would have been the greatest thing is if they did the same thing at D23. <laughs> they scheduled Kevin Smith after the Star Wars panel and they just cleared it. <laughs> did you hear, but did you hear what happened to him during that? When they were handing out all of the, the badges to get into the... To get into the the concert, they kept trying to hand him one. He's like, "No, I, even though I'd love to go, I I have a panel." He's like, "I really want to leave my and not do my panel and go to panel. this, but nobody there." And but Abrams came up to him after because you know what? I'm so sorry. That was, that's the worst planning day. Ever. He goes, he goes, I wouldn't have done this to my worst enemy, let alone somebody that I actually care about and I consider a friend. He goes, "I am really, really sorry, man." Yeah. <laughs> Smith walked. I said he walked. His worst fear was uh, walking to a theater that was half empty. He said he realized that, but it was worse because it was only a third full. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he walked into a, a gigantic auditorium. arena. Yeah, auditorium. There was like a thousand people left. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> sad. I know. I wish um, I would have known that. Like, we should have gone to Hall H. I know. Night. I would have gone. Like, we would just walked right in. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Hey, what's happening? Like, you'd actually be able to talk to Kevin Smith if you're a third of the way down the floor. What's up, bro? All right, what's going on? <laughs> you want to talk about Jersey? Oh. <laughs> Tusk is worse. Um, so, Friday, the biggest thing that happened was the Legends panel. Legends panel, yeah. Uh, 
well, they did the Imagineer Legends. Like, yes. They did that, and then they also did the, the regular, just, you know, people who've worked for Disney, you know, like Johnny Depp. Well, that was the surprise that was, one. That was the big one. Because George Lucas was, was, was there, inducted. He was inducted into the Disney Legends. Uh, I've got my list here, just in case. Okay. Danny it's fascinating Elfman. considering he's never actually worked for Disney. Well, because of well, he but he's owns, he's still a legend. But I know he but still owns just, shares in Lucasfilm yeah, too. So. But the other thing is because of uh, Star Tours and the Indiana oh, Jones rides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny Elfman got in there yes. as well. Uh, <laughs> what that guy done? Well, he's done so much. <laughs> so much nothing. That's, that's called sarcasm. So much, so much for the world. Oh, whole I lot went, of nothing. I went to see the music of Tim Burton, basically with the Danny Elfman music. Really? Tim yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Like every Jerry, uh, Jerry Brockheimer film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's nearly all of them are Disney now. <laughs> it was the big surprise because you know these are you know greats in their industry mm-hmm. and they do them every year. And the same goes for Imagineers and they do like their animators and stuff right. like that. So and then Depp was the last one that was a surprise. He was the everyone. surprise one because he was not listed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, they also did the same thing for uh, Harrison Ford. Yep. who was there? Yeah, uh, they didn't tell anybody. About Thanks that. for making me. Which there's a there's a great picture that comes there's from the Saturday yeah, the, Saturday. the Saturday panel. Right, right. Um, that must have been hilarious to have him talk to Johnny Depp if he was doing the. the but Johnny Depp was in <laughs> character. Yeah, as, just have a hard time. Oh, was old. Right, and the guy who has you know like borderline social phobia, talking to probably the most you know out there yeah. human being on the planet who just wants to talk. I haven't, and, I haven't seen any of your movies. I don't know. <laughs> Does someone want to talk to Harrison? I think he fell asleep. <laughs> no, the plane's going down. <laughs> yeah, there. And I um, love Harrison Ford, but it's just oh, it's just so much fun to do. But I was I was watching uh, just do the whole podcast as Harrison Ford. Hey, Chris, you remember that? So Friday, was so amazing. No, you you can understand. You're too loud. You're too you do a whole episode of him and uh, Harrison Ford and Clint Eastwood no, together. No, you do a whole episode of Harrison Ford and Chewbacca. <laughs> okay, so give us a list of legends. Okay, so I got my legends. Before we lose everybody to sleep with Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford does bedtime stories. That's the podcast. <laughs> All right, so uh, like, did you, uh, Andreas Deha? He uh, did a lot of movies. He worked on uh, like Aladdin and Hunchback and Hercules. Uh, you'll probably see him on, on a lot of the Disney DVDs and the Blu-rays and stuff, talking yeah. about the films because he's also partly a historian. That's cool. Yeah, uh, Carson Van Oten was there. He uh, did a lot of the Mickey Mouse comics mm-hmm. in the '70s. Danny Elfman. Uh, George Bodenheimer, he was another. Uh, he was another because it's ESPN, so that's part of the Disney umbrella. Yeah, he did a lot of work for ESPN. George Lucas, who created Star Wars, he did something. Know, some, you know, it's, well, he's, a, he's the guy that did Tucker. He created and destroyed Star Wars. I mean, uh, <laughs> he did uh, Tucker and Willow and Radio Land Murders. So that's all he's known for. Uh, uh, he also did uh, um, Howard the Duck. He also did Brett Hill. If you're going to do, and, and uh, you know, American Graffiti. Well, I was going to say, if you're doing the no, bad ones. Media, everyone says it's a good movie. <laughs> Chris is just going with the ones that are considered bad. Even though Willow, you put Red Willow Tales. in that list. Red Tails? Can we, he, creator of Red Tails. That's what I said. I put yeah. Red Tails at the end. 
Red, there's a good movie inside of Red Tails, but it's just it's, not. It's like an hour too long. That's <laughs> well, the other problem is Neo's in it, and you have no idea what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. Neo has his, his, the most offensive character you can get. I know it's supposed to be accurate, but I have no idea what the hell he's saying. So who else? Uh, Julie Casaletto, so if you're an older listener, she was one of the first Disney ambassadors for Disneyland. Who used to do promotional stuff for them and be at the parks. And then she was the Walmart greeter. <laughs> yeah, basically. Hi, hello. Like, like, welcome to Disney. Welcome stuff to for the it? TV My God, there's so many people here. And uh, the last one, uh, the, I think the the creator of uh, no, she was the one of the actresses of All My Children. She's been on the show for like the longest period of time. I think a lot of people. Like seventy Lucy. years. Yeah, Suzanne Lucy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think it's 70 years. <laughs> Susan, she's she isn't that like. Susan, But she's also... It took the, her 23 years to win a date. I was just Emmy, say but that. Yeah, she didn't, she's not on the show for 70 years. Yeah, she's I think on, she's on, they're putting it at four decades. So yeah, she's, she's, on, she's, yeah. Been, she's been on the show for four separate decades. Yeah. Um, so I think like a lot eight, of people forget... 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. I think a lot of people Is that show forget. even still on the air anymore? I, th- yeah. I thought yeah, they removed is. like a bunch of the soaps. They did, but it's like that and... That one is still... One other one or something. Days like, of yeah. Our Lives. Yeah, something. like the Days of Our Lives and that show are like the two longest running shows in history. Yeah. And General Hospital still on? I don't think General Hospital's still on. Mm-hmm. Welcome sure. to Nerdables, where we talk soap operas. <laughs> you do the soap opera. Um, uh, stories. No, I think a lot of people forget what Disney owns. I think a lot of people forget that Disney owns ESPN. Well, yeah. yeah. Which, if you, want, if you want to know what revitalized Disney, the money from ESPN. ESPN did a lot. The ESPN money. Well, uh, buying I, ABC, I read the first. Too. Well, that's yeah. the thing. ABC and ESPN, yes. But ESPN... ESPN has the best deal in the history of cable mm-hmm. because it's a perpetual percentage rate hike every single year. If you read, um, oh God, what was the name of the book? It's, it's one of those, like, not tell-all books, whatever, but it's the history of ESPN through interviews. Right. And the owner of, or one of the runners of ESPN at the time, he, he outlines this deal. And it's insane. And it's why ESPN is easily the highest, uh, the highest paid cable channel. You know, you, you're as a subscriber, you're paying more for ESPN than anything else. That money, the ESPN family of channels, just ESPN alone, just to carry ESPN itself. Well, you know, it's up into double digits. They've dropped you it have, off the two basic, uh, the two basic packages for Directv. They dropped mm-hmm. the ESPN off. That's why yeah. this is this is Time Warner Cable's deal. Don't get into Southern California stuff. This is Time Warner Cable's deal with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Is therefore they're trying to force uh, Directv to pay them seven dollars per subscriber. Right. And DirecTV selling, we don't even pay ESPN that. You know, whatever their deal is, we're not paying you that sort of thing. But the ESPN makes a ton of money, and a lot of that money went back into, into Disney. Right. Can you imagine Mickey doing SportsCenter? Well, oh, I'm I, sure it's happening. He's been in a lot of he's been in a lot of sports shorts. He's a, he's an athletic mouse. Well, that, yeah. There's there's some version of it out there somewhere. Well, I mean, it's it's also the I mean the Disney company Walt Disney. Uh, created the first multimedia corporation in America and he because because of just his <laughs> experimental nature the dog is showing the, 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 the dog, dog, the wants, dog to, wants to be on yeah <laughs> hit the mic no get this out of here pay attention to me you know his for you know for Walt Disney he he wanted to experiment and he was like he wanted to try so much different stuff so he's like oh you know television is going to be the big thing i'm telling you television's going to get big how about you, you know, ABC, how about you help co-finance the park and we'll do an exclusive show for you. And then a couple of years later, he ends up making so much money. He buys ABC. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, the theme, most of the Disney, well, yeah, he in did, the I mean, 70s, radio, all music, of them. Yeah. 
radio, music, film, television, animation, uh, newspapers, magazines, mm-hmm. sporting events. Like he's just like for him, it's like you know there there's and they did a good job of owning stuff that people didn't know they owned. Right, like, right. I remember when we were younger trying to convince people that Touchstone was a Disney company, mm-hmm. right? As a, as a studio, Miramax. because they're like, well, we're gonna do we want to do films that aren't kid films, but we don't want to put the Disney name on them, so we're just gonna create another studio and call it Touchstone, yep. and that's where we'll release all of our R-rated films. And there you go. And right. then they and bought, nobody knew that it was Disney. Then they bought Miramax because they wanted more of an independent film right. company. You know, but it's also, I mean, even even with that, you know, just the technology alone, he created surround sound. Yeah. And brought yeah. It well, film. that's, I mean, that's that's Lucas's thing too. Yeah. And it's, like Lucas, Lucas's biggest achievements besides creating blockbuster films is the to shepherd those type of technologies. Right. That not only just in movie making in terms of ILM, but Skywalker Sound and the type of stuff that they can do in terms of sound. And, yeah. And the stuff of it. Him and Spielberg did the DTS that was big for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was anybody really surprised when Disney bought Lucasfilm? No, I mean because they they were always went kind of hand in hand together. Well, it's well, I was I was surprised that they sold Lucasfilm. That yes, was surprised. That, that was that, a yeah. surprise. If anybody was going to buy it, at it would, that Disney point, was not it was a going surprise. to be. You know, it was kind of what Time Warner used to do, or Ted Turner's company, where you just like you kind of understood when they started buying everybody. When right. Time Warner bought AOL. It's like, yeah, well, that makes sense. They're just trying to be the biggest company right. in the world. Viacom became that for a little while. Comcast has been that sort of thing. But nothing is like... But Disney's been doing it for over 60 years. Yeah, and Disney now is just sitting there going, I'm just going to... Whatever. Yeah. But Disney... I I, Well, I mean, most people don't know. uh, Maker Studios has had a booth there. Disney owns Maker Studios. They do, like, the epic rap battles of history, Mm -hmm. uh, Markiplier, PewDiePie, all work for Disney. PewDiePie! But, I mean, that's the thing. It's like when, when the backlash was like... Disney bought Star Wars. They're gonna ru- they're gonna ruin everything. It's like you know how much Disney owns. Yeah, that's that's the the, the, the Star Wars thing was the same thing with the Marvel. Marvel, thing where, yeah. Where it's like you knew they weren't going to screw up what was already there. Right. They were gonna take the things that already existed or didn't exist and expand. We're looking at something for for Disney. They've been doing the Star same Wars. model for yeah. years, yeah, decades, and it's it's yeah, these guys just, have been doing it for you know 70, 70 years. They they're not really out to to ruin properties yeah. right they, they take what's there they let marvel do what in terms of marvel they let marvel publishing do it as we're not a publishing arm mm-hmm. we're not a publishing company yeah, we're we a media we, company exactly we don't we're do publishing anymore so buy publishers you guys do what you need to do and then we're going to take your property and basically all it was is we don't have to buy it from marvel anymore. right it just goes right up the plot this is this is warner brothers with with dc publishing warner mm-hmm. brothers owned dc publishing forever and part of that deal was for, like, if we're going to make cartoons of Batman, why, why would we pay DC right. the rights to make a Batman cartoon when we can just own DC? But the difference... just goes straight well, up. Well, the difference that, well, is, though... Well, Warner Brothers is more hands-on with that's DC exactly now. That's exactly what I yeah, but, that's, but that's for a complete... Yeah, no, that's... that's, they, that's for a, years, they didn't, they didn't They were very it. hands-on and it was very and, and it was a, a very... You know, it was a relationship in which DC also um, flourished because... Their lower-selling titles, they were allowed to continue to do them because right. they were getting money from Warner Brothers down. The Vertigo line, mm-hmm. Karen Berger's admitted the only reason that re- that existed was because Warner Brothers was subsidizing the money that they were losing on the Vertigo line when it first started. Right. And so it got to the point where they started to get these hits and they were able to be self, uh, um, self-sustaining. self-sustaining. But that's where that made it. And Marvel's the same thing. You're sitting there as Marvel Publishing going, they're never going to be bankrupt again. I'll tell you that much. Right. You know, the money is there, they can take their chances and do whatever, and then whatever hits, yes, you're going to lose it to, 
you know, you're not going to be able to sell it to Fox, you're not going to be able to sell it to Sony, you're not going to be able to sell it to defunct Carlico Pictures or anything like that. It has to go to Marvel. Right. right. And, but, and it's kind of the reverse because the Marvel guys have a hands-on, uh, have hands-on work with the film. For yes. the most part, yeah. For the most part, where they get to they get to have input and they get to well, yeah. when you see when you start to see comic book writers show up as you know screenplay or producers or this well, that, a lot the of others. it is story by. I mean, right. Ed Brubaker gets the Winter Soldier story by because he created that. Right. The bare bones of that story is Ed Brubaker's story. So and they're gets, still getting yeah. input into the films. You know, they're, yeah. it's, it's not the, like it's Disney's the guys going, that did. We don't want you to know. Forty years ago, they get screwed at it like Jim Starlin would. Right. Be. <laughs> So D twenty three Friday. So uh, so there was also the Imagineering panel, Jesus, but the big the right. big thing uh, the big thing is that they did you know like sixty years of Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first big set of announcements was like the large reveal of Shanghai Disney, which is going to be the largest Disney theme park on the planet. The because wasn't Tokyo Disney like the biggest one for a Tokyo long time? Tokyo was was a big one for a while, but the. Uh, Walt Disney World is five theme parks. Now I'm just saying, like well, I, I seem to remember Hong Kong, when I, I thought was Hong a kid. Kong was bigger Hong than Hong Kong. Yeah, they've been getting exponentially bigger, but Shanghai is going to be the biggest. What was uh, we were talking to? We were talking to one of the Imagineers, and they were saying that the the main street and the opening from the castle is something on the order of four or five times larger than any of the other entrances to the parks. Wow, and they had. I'll be completely honest. I've never figured out why Disney doesn't buy plots of land in the middle of America. Well, that's what they did when they opened. Well, well, when they first opened Disneyland here uh, in 1955, for the for the year beforehand, he was buying plots of orange groves here. Right, and it wasn't. And then he had to stop because people were like, "This Disney guy is buying stuff." And then all the hotels started buying land mm-hmm. around right. his park as he was purchasing land. Right. And he had to but I'm stop. saying in terms of in terms of the, the type of numbers that you're talking about for Shanghai, the type of numbers I've seen in terms of land. That land exists here. Well they know they do. Because I know well, that even with, there's a big even plot with of Walt land. Disney World, Walt Disney, you know, he created dummy corporations to buy land in Florida. And it wasn't until, you know, a newspaper got wind of like, there's like four companies buying all this land, but he was able to secure Enough land for for dozens of parks. Right. So well, there's the, even one park that's defunct now. Yeah. There's just a, just a there's just yeah, a ghost park. park. There's yeah, a closed. derelict uh, like a. Didn't like, they close that Safari Kingdom or whatever? No. no. Animal, the, animal, the animal Animal Kingdom is expanding because that's bigger. where Pandora is going. Yeah, they're doing the Pandora explorations there. They're actually going to build a radio station there. Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's going to no, be a it's, massive it's, radio station. They, so the official name is Pandora: The Adventures of it's the, it's Avatar the, or something. Well, yeah, but the 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 story behind it is the. That you're part of a company who's taking people there to, you know, on vacations mm-hmm. to Pandora. To and shoot lions. To shoot lions. Uh, but the thing that they were, we're talking to a few of the animators. <laughs> well, yeah, that, damn that Spielberg. That. Uh, but real quick, before we move on, uh, to answer your question about buying in the Midwest and things like that, Disney owns a big, por- a pot of, uh, big, pot, a big <laughs> plot of land in West Virginia. Because for years they talked about well, I'm not talking West Virginia. I'm talking like buying half of like. Kansas, Wyoming, Oklahoma, yeah. buying all of Kansas and making it I mean, Disney state. I just places in Wyoming where the population is like one. I mean, I guess, I guess because it, it's oh no, Wyoming is just amazing. I guess it would be weather would be the only thing that was it. weather that was would the be the thing. big one. But, but Euro Disney but exists. But he can't. But the thing, I, the, I think the big issue is is that Disney can't get away with that as easy here in America. In Shanghai, the you know they can build a park of the size they like, and the Chinese government can like okay, we're securing this land for you. 
you know, we're, we're going to try and stop people from getting their hotels up straight away. We're going to let you come in first, wait, 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 start wait, construction. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying the Chinese government is corrupt. I am. I am. <laughs> wow. But I, I but don't it's also believe not so that's, much, that's, that's the People's Republic. It is. But it's also one of those hey, things. Hey, we like have they, listeners been, in China. They've been, they've been. No, we have people in China who click. <laughs> oh, they're talking about us click. They've been very, I mean, and that's the thing is like, you know, whatever the deal is specifically, but they've been allowed to purchase land and to basically do what they need to do before other land developers show up here. The moment somebody hears Disney is going to buy, you know, 200 acres in the middle of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. I guarantee you Hilton and Marriott will be there the next day buying. Yeah, up. it just seems. Well, I if you know, notice, I, I mean, maybe it's just a sort of a thing going, we're never going to go to Shanghai. Did like, you, well, why you can't, why the, can't they build that here? The 14 so acres. When you saw the Tron ride. You're right. like, oh! I was having a freaking heart attack when I saw the video. I saw like the oh. video for that. It looks so cool. Freaking light cycles. Yeah, light cycle roller coaster, which looks amazing. And it's getting into the first Marvel attraction. Yeah, it's, they're getting a Marvel attraction there, which was not the big focus. No, uh, because they had already made that announcement. I think it was smart because um, they're still doing a lot of construction, but they had Main Street stuff, the Tron first Tron ride. Yep, and I got to talk to the designer there, and he was ecstatic. But you're not counting the People Mover video. Yeah. They, did you see they had the original People Mover uh, cars there? Yes, yeah. yes, they did. That was amazing. Uh, the, the That's first... how long it's been since I've been there. I've never seen the new cars. Yeah, the the new uh, the new pirates themed land. It's the first. It's mm-hmm. not specifically Pirates of the Caribbean, but it is a pirates yes theme. It's the first pirates land in Disney. So it's Somalia. <laughs> it's, it's the east coast of Africa. It's a China, the but, Chinese pirates. I like how they did it though because they totally have like a. Change. I, I mean, at this point, with the interested pirates, you could totally do that. You could do oh, yeah. Caribbean pirates, you could oh, that's do a, English yeah, pirates. That's the one thing I noticed. Like, Shanghai pirates. They don't, pirates go pirates. they don't do a lot. Like, they show you their designs, and it's like, oh, okay, you can see, like, oh, that guy's Jack Sparrow in there. Right. Doing this, that. But then Let's you, gloss over the terrible history of pirates. But, but then you'll see, like, off in the corner, like, that is, you know, like, uh, Ken Watanabe's, you know, pirate tribe from the movie. And, Let them fight. You know, they've got, oh, yes, uh, Speaking of blizzards, they're going to have like the largest animatronic they've ever built in the pirate section. It's like a giant, like, like ancient, yeah, ancient Chinese god crocodile that will be fully moving. No, they were going to build that for Peter Pan. They're like, wait, no, no, move uh, it over move here. It <laughs> move it over here. Just, and it's, I mean, just some of the stuff that they're working on is it's crazy. Normally, the Imagineering thing is, uh, you know, a little bit more segregated mm-hmm. from the rest of the show, but I think the open. I like how they had it set up. They're being very careful about what they're showing. Yeah, and they had it where you, you, know, you walked in. You know, obviously, they had they had it right there around where they had the lights a lot lower, where they had Pixar, they had yeah. you know, Lucasfilm, they, they had uh, the Costume big setup Disney. for Alice through the looking glass. and Then all of a sudden, you have the Shanghai set, which is really cool. And the other thing is, along the wall, did you notice that there were a few of the pieces that they've shown at Comic-Con at the Marvel booths and things like yes, that? Yes, like, yeah. They had the uh, the pod from Guardians of the Galaxy that you could yeah. take yeah. pictures with. I'm like, I'm and you so could glad these take a thi- picture with it. Yeah, yeah. Comic Con, it was a wall of people, five you know, five lines thick. Yeah, it was just like, oh, I hear there's dancing in this film. Let's get a picture with this pod. <laughs> what was actually kind of? Let's do a jig in front of the pod. Yeah. Oh, the pod doesn't know what to do. <laughs> That's what I should have done. Oh, what I, so what crazy. I, the I did the Running Man, and the pod's like, I don't know what to do. The funny I thing is, what I love anymore. about Disney fans, there was enough people buy it. It's like, what's this? Yeah. Like, oh, thank goodness. I can take a picture of it in peace and nobody yeah, gives exactly. a crap. But there, there's a couple other pieces that I saw that were like, that they, they you know, that were at different cons and things like that that you finally got up close to. Yeah, the like, Ant-Man suit. 
the Ant Man uh, suit, which you could get the, the Hulkbuster, the Hulkbuster arm, uh-huh. the, the arm from the like the prop arm from the movie. Yeah, the one that you could see on on the Marvel stage, and he was like, "Oh, look, there's a little tiny." Yeah, one. and that was close enough that you could like, nobody's looking. I could probably touch this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it looked like you could actually get like up close and personal. Please move oh, away yeah. from the arm. Yeah, even like the Star Wars costume. Yeah, that's like, what I'm like, like, The arm just turns on yeah. and just goes flat. No, it's, just, it's like the security from the, the Simpsons. Is, was like two feet away. Yeah, you could like lean over and be like, I'm touching the robot. Yeah. I'm, I'm touching BB-8. Yeah, like, and then they also had they had. Uh, I can steal this right now, and nobody would know. notice. I could just drive it around the con, and people would think it's when I made it. They had the silver armor too. Which yeah, they had Captain Phasma's armor. Uh huh. Yeah, like it was. It just felt really good to be like to be like, okay, I can actually see this thing. I can breathe. I right. Can, and, I could see. And it. it wasn't like a celebration where you kind of like had you know got hur- hurried you know right. through a little bit. But, but the what because we spent like an hour in that room. <laughs> even when we went like two years ago, it took me ago, fifteen minutes just to take pictures of the snowtrooper. <laughs> even when we went two years ago and we went to you know they had their movie exhibit, everything is really close for people because. They also know, like, people want to see this. Yeah. Well, like, the Radio Disney booth was right there, you know, and they were interviewing, you know, the Disney stars and everything. Like yeah. That. And, and they, they were, like, I mean, yeah. almost within harm's way. They know. don't they do not do, like, you know. They were in harm's way. Yes. <laughs> That's what I was like. Well, like, you could throw something at them real easy. Oh, my God, it's that girl from that thing. Ah! <laughs> they don't put them 10 feet behind, you know, guards yeah. and, you know, staff. So it's kind of nice to, like, no, they know what people want to see, and they know how people want to see. But I think that comes from, you know, sixty years of no. We we know how to we know what people want to see. Uh-huh. We make theme parks. You know, people want to be able to feel like they can be close, and you know, even if they can't touch, they can have that. Like, I'm two feet away from BB-8. Right. You know, and when you were at Celebration, it was a three-hour line to see it. Yeah. yeah. And that like, was the other thing is you had to wait in that long-ass line at Celebration. Well, the day we did, we didn't. It was still pretty long. It was like, it was 45 minutes. Yeah, but he's just on the floor, and you can like, oh, look, it's right over there. I mean, the distance is not like I'm sitting on this couch, like, you know, the center of this table. To Ethan's feet. <laughs> yeah, is how far away the, you know, it just maybe four and a half feet. Yeah. It was just like, you can you. Touch it's a shame it. he's not going to be in the movie at all, huh, Rich? I know, right? Yeah. Shut up. Got edited out, I well, no. He's going to be, be a very small part. I figured it was going to be a small part. I'm sure he'll just explode. But Jesus, the, the toy—it's in every single thing. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. No. Um, okay, so anything else on Friday? Uh, shops. Because we spent more on Friday than they did. Shops. Yeah. It's a, for me, yeah. shops. I, I bought like five T-shirts. Uh, like they did, like Uniqlo. I got like a John Lasseter shirt. Did you see the Lasseter collection? Yeah, his his. There's some, like that, like I've seen videos of his personal Hawaiian shirt collection. Uh-huh. That's, you know, an entire closet's full. And it's like, oh, I picked 20. Yeah. They're all custom made just for him of his movies. But yeah, the shops, like Mickey's of Glendale is my favorite store because it's the Imagineering store. It's here in Glendale. So say, what the hell is Mickey's of Glendale? It's a, it, Mickey's of Glendale's is the private Imagineer store. And it's all, it's all items that are made for them that only they can buy. You have to be an employee of Talk about Walt Disney Imagineering to buy yeah. the shirts and the pens and the pins and buttons. That's those guys. And then like, <laughs> and like this is like the closest. what do they get? What have they done? <laughs> and uh, and at D twenty three, that's when they bring their stock to the show and like, all right, for for one weekend every two years, you get to buy the whatever we didn't items. sell. Sounds like, sounds like we should have went on Friday. So you get mug like just mugs and like I bought five t shirts. So they had like they were one of the shirts they were selling for Shanghai Disney 
was only going to be sold at the con here because then the only way to buy it would be to go to Shanghai and buy it. So when are you going to Shanghai? Uh, when I get enough money. So if anybody wants to donate to uh, Sebastian. I was going to ask you. I have a feeling Sebastian has a GoFundMe already. How many, how many parks have you been to? Uh, I've been to both of them here. I've been to uh, Epcot, Walt Disney World, and... Um, not uh, Discovery is the defunct one, but mm-hmm. uh, those are the th- those are the four that I've been to here. You went, but you went to Hollywood Studios. I, yes, and I've been to Hollywood Studios as well because that's where they have. Because when you when you say when you Disney World, you're well, yeah, but I, like I've not I haven't been to Animal Kingdom, but I've been to like the Hollywood Studios because they have like that Aerosmith roller coaster. Mm-hmm. They have I was there when there. it was MGM. <laughs> right, MGM, MGM Studios. And yeah, originally they used to have an Indiana Jones yeah, station. Indiana Jones there. They that still was, do. That was the big thing. Was the yeah, it's though. still there. Yes, yeah. Because it's right next. Didn't that precede the ride in Disneyland? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've been to the like, the five parks. Yeah, uh, and Epcot was fun. Like I went to Epcot when they first opened Mission Space, which was, uh, if anybody remembers or knows of, we had the Mission to the Moon here, mm-hmm. which was you know like a faux rocket ride to go to the moon. <laughs> yeah. And this is turned up to eleven. You basically sit oh, in no, a pod, and it's it's essentially a a giant centrifuge that you sit in Ugh. and it uh and it replicates uh it separates your blood it replicates yeah it's it basically it basically sitting in it it was a ride that like you know i remember for it's months like interstellar it was like yeah. for months was like it's like and another person got sick on mission space <laughs> oh, so God. they had to open a separate one that was like you could just sit in the pod and watch the video and push the buttons and that's all you could do you and, watch every, and watch everybody else get sick around you right because the it, i mean when i first got it's like on that it, one guy on the teacups was like don't spin it don't spin it oh Oh, why am I bumping? Don't spin it. Don't spin it. Would yeah. you go to any other parks in the world? Oh, yeah, I would. I would. Like, if, if you went to, to Europe. Been to many of the parks. Um, yeah, I've been to, like, I don't know, California Adventure and Disneyland, and Disneyland here, and I've also been to Euro Disney twice. That was, that that park is fun. Really? It's really yeah, fun. because nobody's there. Exactly. Like, there's not, it's not, it's not nuts, and, like. I Hello. Because <laughs> we've talked about. Does anybody want to come to Euro Disney? We've talked about going to Paris and everything, and right. it was like, well, if we're going to Paris, would we really want to take an extra day or two to go to? It's well, so different, you know. Shana, you go, been there. and she the people, you, you know, the people who work there are just working wow. all day. It's beauty. It's the Beast Castle yes. as the centerpiece. Yes, and also the thing I want to say that the thing I really appreciate about Euro Disney is that they have an express train that goes from Paris to the par- to the park, well, that's which cool. I want. I, I want. I want that. Yes, it's because you dirty Americans are so rude. You have to. Take a train. You don't want to take the cars or nothing. (laughs) How did French become Latino? French, this is very close. Uh, You were telling me, Shauna, that their Indiana Jones is a roller coaster. Yeah, it's like an actual, like it has like a 360 loop and everything. Um, The space. Is it the mine car? (laughs) That's what it was. Yeah, it is a bike car. Well, that was the original idea for the Indiana Jones right here. No, 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 no. I was going to tell you. It was when we rode, because on Saturday, instead of going to D23, we went to Disneyland, and we rode the Indiana Jones ride. You know how when you're riding it, Indiana Jones is hanging there and the boulder's coming? Yeah. And he has that line. That poor actor's been doing that for 30 years. He's ripped, though. His arms are just... Massive. 65. There was a a glitch in it, and Indy didn't say anything. So I'm sitting there, I'm going, he's mumbling. We can hear him. Harrison Ford, why are you supposed to be at the D23 greeting everybody? Why are you here? Why are these kids running away? So Saturday, none of us went, and... That was the, the announcements that was the, came. Yeah, that was the because it was movie day, which was the big movie day sold out right away. Once Disney said that it was like this is our big movie day. It's movies, uh, live action and animation. 
But the movies are not what stole the show. No. Star Wars Land stole the show. Star Wars Land stole the Which show. Which is something they've been talking about for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was one of our first episodes. Right. Yeah. Talking about... What was it? It was like some picture of crates or something that somebody thought well, had the... the D- D23 two years ago, Sean and I were there, and that's when we knew Star Wars Land was coming because they had uh, shipping crates from different worlds in Star Wars. Right. And it, they had... Uh, it was the re- it was for the Rebels setup. Right. And they had, uh, they had you know, like the R2 builders, R2-D2, but mm-hmm. they had... They, they had his cast member badge on him, and he was driving around greeting people with, you know, the R2, you know, spelled out A-R-T-O-O, with his Disney badge. And I was like, okay, Star Wars Land is coming. And then, you know, Mouse Chat, which is like the gawker of Disney news, said like, they're tearing down Tomorrowland, guys. Yeah. Say goodbye. Subs are gone. And then you have like Marty Sklar going... They're not tearing down the subs, guys. Don't listen to them. We're just refurbishing. It's okay. And people freaked out yeah. this year when we're they tearing down. It. We're tearing. They're tearing down Autopia, guys. Get ready to have Gungan Village. Like, like, okay, guys. And then a couple months ago, uh, Disney purchased uh, some land. Like, you know, well, that the the big that seemed like it leaked really big. I mean, well, they, they, the purchase well, was a couple months ago, but well, they leaked it. It wasn't a well, yeah, but the, it two weeks ago or something. It wasn't a leak for the per- there was an official press release. Right, that's what it was. And it was everyone kind of figured it out now. You know, it's it's you know it's just it's east of Disneyland, right across. They basically bought like a parking lot, essentially. Yeah. Well, they and, had some of the parking lot back there, but then they bought they also bought the Castle Inn Hotel. Right, a couple. Yeah, and I, then when they said we're doing Star Wars Land, it became immediately clear because they said, oh, we're going to turn that into offices, mm-hmm. and right behind Toontown is is a lot of cast member offices. Right. So I'm and there's sure, like staging area and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure the ultimate irony is that they will tear down Toontown, yeah. which they or, said they came out and they said we're no, Toontown is not going away. They didn't say that Toontown's be, not being moved. Right. And I, or it, reduced. Or, or right. reduced. And it's not even so much that Toontown may be going away, but I get the feel. I mean, there's enough space where the train is, and you have the divide where the. Uh, where the, you know, like the fantasy, not the fantasy fair, but they have the... The, the, the amphitheater. They have the amphitheater there. And I'm sure there is, I'm sure they can work a way around, you know, just like, okay, there's also like that entrance where Small World is. Well, well there's the, right there, that's where the so end go into Toontown. Is knowing I haven't been there. It's yeah, like, we're, like... I've seen Toontown twice. Like, but the amphitheater, like, they, they were saying that the amphitheater where the, the petting zoo is, all of that... And, well, it's not really. But they have they have livestock there. They have livestock, and during the, during the winter, that's where Santa Claus is and the yeah. reindeer, and that's where the uh, especially since the they turkey that using, the president pardons goes. Yeah, they were using 14 acres of land, right? Which is a large chunk of land. Even I mean, even Tomorrowland isn't 14 acres no. big, and they're also not going to sacrifice you know something like Space Mountain. Which right. is well, like, then all of a sudden they mention the hyperspace mountain, right? Which is which an overlay, is overlay, which is what they do uh, every year mm-hmm. when they like uh, for Halloween they do Ghost, Ghost Galaxy, Galaxy, right? Which is the big overlay. Which you know they they said that they're going to be doing stuff that is going to be you know Star I mean, Wars it like during like the holiday book. they're going to do they're going to do a a a, uh, a Star Wars you know. Uh, Fireworks show. Right. It looks like innovation is going to turn into a the landing bay. Board. Yeah. Because right. they already moved. Because when we were there, they had it all blocked off. Right. Which I, you know, I walked up to the board and all this, to the, the wall, the and I'm like, Tomorrowland no! changes sound sound temporary. Uh, yes. They sound like like we're just doing stuff to tide people over until we actually get. What, that's what, what was innovation? 
Innovation's the big building where um, they used to do. They like, had the like, the home of the future. Yeah, and, and they put all the Marvel stuff upstairs, which was like you could uh, meet like the Iron Man suits. And it, the, gotcha. Yeah, it's right there behind where the no, people. No, yeah, I know where it is. It used to be the the Uncle Sam theater or whatever. It, was. it also it also used to be like where uh, yeah. the mission uh, mission uh, you know uh, Journey to the Moon used to be. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, that's a lot of that sounds like they're just it's all, you know, like holdovers until like okay, when do we get well, And that's what they now? said. They said it's going they're just going to be able to give you some things that's Star Wars-esque in order to, you know, to keep you going until they actually get the park up. Right. Which is it's not a surprise that innovation's going to be turning into this for now because they the they whole top floor was Marvel. It was Marvel. And it's all the Marvel stuff downstairs that was the home of the future is already the home of the past now. Right. And that's well, that was Epcot Center State too. It's like, "Oh, uh, whoops." Yeah, yeah totally and, and the meet and greets for Marvel characters, they can move anywhere, and they've yes. already done it. Yes, they, they, well, they turned right there next to where they have the Jedi, you know, the, the, the Jedi Academy. The Jedi Academy thing. They have that little, there's that little uh, shop, yeah. you know, it's like a freestanding shop. They've turned that into, basically, it's all Marvel, and then outside of it, you have Thor and Captain America. Right. There are shops in Disney? I know, right? There's so many of them. There's like five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they're trying to make more money. And it's always they're always packed. And overpriced merchandise. Um, so yeah, that was the yeah, that big be, that would be everything, which was again like that's the And, and that, it wasn't just fourteen acres here, it's also fourteen in acres Walt in Disney World. World. Right. So it makes you wonder, excuse me, are they going to start on both of them at the same time? You know, and it's not like they can hide you you know as soon as the first crane the, yeah, yeah, the first crane goes up, you know exactly where it's gonna be. Right. Um I I'm glad I, you know, Disneyland. I mean, as many times as we've been there, you know, we're still finding new things to do. And like we did the canoes this time, and we've like never done the shops. canoes. Like yes. Oh, but, the canoes. The canoes. The canoes was fun. We've did you, never did done you get it. the douchebag in the canoe who just splashes everybody behind you? Yeah, that was my daughter. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't crack that guy in the skull with the oar. <laughs> she. The uh, the guy at the front doesn't like you. You know how when when you when you're you know, rowing a canoe, you have the flat end out, yeah. so that way you push the water. Right. Well, she's got she's got it turned sideways, so she's just cutting the water. I'm like, honey, you got to turn it the other way. You're as making us she, all do more work. Yeah. As soon as she does, it starts splashing. This is the people's canoe. We canoes all do equal work. No, it wasn't. Canoe, the canoes, I think, are the only line that I've ever been able to like skip ahead of like 80 people because it just it was all families and it's just me and Eric and the guy in front's like, is there a group of two us? <laughs> And then we get all the way, you know, like this, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me. And then we get in on it, and we're in, like, the last two seats. And the guy in the middle is just, like, he turns the, the paddle in order to shoot it, like, straight up. <laughs> so he's just hitting this water, like, dude, you got to stop. <laughs> oh, it's funny, isn't it? And, dude, you got to stop. I don't know you are. So I pick, up the, the, I pick the, up the oar out of the water. Bonk! I said, stop, asshole. And he go, and the guy in the front's just looking at me like, really? This is Disneyland. You just cracked a guy in the skull. And I'm like, dude, I'm not getting wet for the entire day. Now, we had, we had the boat was full, but nice, we had four it, people it's paddling. It's a nice way to do, yeah. The well, bad yeah, thing was the other problem. three people were up that were paddling all were all on, on the side. same side. <laughs> when you crash into the Mark Twain and you sink. The... It, it's a nice way to do the Rivers of America. It's an interesting way because it's the only time you're not on a track, right? Right. So you can kind of like go at your own pace or, or whatever. You yeah, do. the pa- it, like they, they sometimes you'll have races between the canoes. I mean, I'm sure on the day you went, getting splashed with water would have been awesome. Oh, it was amazing. The, that it's was a the other buck thing. twenty. We walked right onto Splash Mountain, right? Because it had just opened, and we were there for five minutes. Walked right on when we first got there. We went straight to Pirates. Pirates. We walked right on. 
then went to Splash Mountain, walked right on. It's almost as people looked at it and went, hmm, it's a buck ten outside. No Maybe Disneyland's rides. not the where to go. As soon as we came back from the canoes, the line for Pirates of the Caribbean was an hour and a half. They had it wrapped up and going around. And, Ew. And we, so we walked it's on. It's so to, weird to think of it because, like, well, I've never done, like, the big, huge coasters. But when I, the last time I went, God knows how long ago, it was 196 or 97, there was nothing that was an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, the longest I ever waited in a line at, at Disneyland, I think the first time when Star Tours opened, I waited more than. Yeah. Because I didn't do Indiana Jones for the first year and a half that it was open. And I think we waited 45 minutes. We got well, to the, the park. kids are going back to school this week. Though. Well, see, yeah. but it was really weird because, I mean, the park got packed later in the day. Right. When we first got there. All, uh, you, guys, you, guys, you went on Saturday, so it's a lot it's of people. Like, I noticed a lot of people going to the park in the morning, mm-hmm. coming back for D23. And there was, uh, there was a lot of that. But by 10, we got there at 10 o'clock. Um, by 12 o'clock, we had ridden Pirates, Splash Mountain, the, uh, the Canoes, and Indiana Jones. And we're on our way, you know, because we just walked around and we went to Fantasyland after that. The longest line we stayed on was for Probably Peter Pan, Space Mountain. Space Mountain. And that, because it ended up shutting down for a little bit. So we were there for, it was supposed to be 45 minutes. We were there probably an hour and a half. And that was the longest line. Cool. I would never have to wait that long. <laughs> But the whole time, the whole time, I'm getting all the announcements that are going on. The other cool thing, yeah, and then he sends the text. Nothing cooler than being at the park with these announcements. And the first thing in my head's going, no, it would be cooler to be where the announcements (laughs) are. And the second thing, like, there's nothing cool about being there because I went when I went to California Adventure last year, the day before Shelley's wedding, it was like 110. Yeah, and that first like three hours, I was. Because you're just walking <laughs> the park drenched. And you're like, I need like a ride or something. Because they all wanted to do the flip coaster and they want to do the Ferris wheel of death. And I'm like, I'm not doing any of that crap. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we went and did like Ariel's Grotto or whatever. Like, this is awesome. This is what I like. These little things. And it's cool. I'm Central under the air. sea. I'm getting blasted with air. This is what I want. <laughs> Right here. This is what I'm doing. You'd be such a waste at Magic Mountain or something. Oh, I there's no reason for me to go to Magic Mountain. I, you I, were there I don't think I've ago, been right? Magic Mountain since I was a kid. Magic Mountain or Disneyland? Disneyland. Uh, Disneyland, yeah. Did you have any travel? No. <laughs> and that's Ethan's words of the week. <laughs> Congratulations, Ethan. Yeah, we, okay, we, we so, get lucky. We go Friday. We'll go, we go yeah. like on Fridays or Mondays. Yeah. And it's like, okay, no, kids are back to school. It's always, awesome. on, a, it's always on a weekday unless it's Dapper Day. Yeah. Like, are you going? Well, the, are you going in November? I'll be going, I'll be going again. Are you going? Are you going November eighth for the uh, Doctor Who day? Maybe. I don't, it's it's one. It's another unofficial day. Yeah. But it's not. Are they day. are they doing Dapper Day in the middle of the summer when it's a puck day? They do. They do it. They they do it. It's twice a year. It's mm-hmm. once in the spring and then the others in the fall. Maybe it was it was it the spring one where it was, it was just fall uns- one. Was it the fall like, one where it was, it was like unseasonably one, warm? Yeah, it was like one sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, was, I was. I was. This is like the great. I look. I'm looking. And Sebastian's picture comes up of him and Shauna, and Sebastian is dressed to the nines. He looks fantastic. Shauna's in this gorgeous dress, and all I can think of is, "You guys are fucking melting." <laughs> yeah, no, it's 116 it was, degrees. It was 116 and a, degrees, and I'm in a three-piece suit. And I'm wearing like I have like makeup caked on my face and everything, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "This is not and what's, ideal." What's, what's worse is that like the, the reason why I like Dapper Day is because so many people participate. Right. Something like Doctor Who Day. I remember the one they showed off last year was like. You know, one or two hundred people, and it's cool, but they're all in the same, you know, six or seven Doctor Who costumes mm-hmm. versus like Dapper Day, where it's like, oh, I mean, like 
We saw people in clothes from like oh, the 20s. Doctor Who Day would be so terrible on a hot day because all the people doing Matt Smith would have their face just melt. melt. They'd be, <laughs> they, it's all full they of plastic. They would feel their animatronic faces. <sighs> now, the one thing I did notice, though, is every 10th person, uh, it seemed like almost every 10th person, was in a Star Wars t-shirt. There was more Star Wars t-shirts than there were Mickey or Minnie. Walk, walk down the street. <laughs> I know. But that's why I was telling Beth. I was like, now, Star Wars t-shirt right now. I, now you can't go anywhere without seeing a Star Wars t-shirt. Oh, no. I, I, I wore a Star Wars t-shirt on Saturday to meet someone for lunch. She's wearing a Star Wars t-shirt yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, cause, and that's, it's right now. It's in everybody's consciousness. So everybody's mm-hmm. wearing Star Wars t-shirt. Like, uh, well, it's also it's available Ethan. It's, Yeah, it is available I mean, everywhere. Ethan doesn't even well, own I don't think a Star Ethan, Wars t-shirt. Ethan doesn't even own a Star Wars t-shirt. I don't think Ethan knows what Star Wars is. <laughs> so This is the most boring podcast Ethan in history. So Disney made some major announcements as far as films. Yes. Uh, Star Wars? Other than Star Wars, they also gave the official name for uh, Rogue Squadron, which is now Rogue Squadron. All, all of the anthology Star films Wars. are going to be whatever it is, and then it's going to be, like, Rogue One is Rogue One, a Star Wars story. See, that's the stupidest thing, saying, like, that's the big reveal. Like, we already knew what the title was. Well, we they also revealed the cast. Yes, they revealed the cast. And that it was, that filming had started. I'm surprised you're still breathing. Well, they had already announced Alan Tunic is going to be in it a while I back. I didn't have no idea. So that's a, I'm surprised you're still breathing at any point where they actually said it. I told you he fits perfect. He's already a pilot in Firefly. God, I hope oh, so many really but, quick. Yeah, movie announcements, though. So we got uh, yes. so Star Wars. I mean, Rogue One, Star Wars. Uh, Save the animation for last because that's right, the big that's one. That's the big one. But, uh, you know, they also, uh, Alice the Looking Glass are doing a sequel to Alice in Wonderland. Yes, which is May 27th. Yeah, which is coming out really fast. Uh-huh. I'm shocked it took them this long considering how They've been talking about it, but Johnny, De- Johnny Depp's schedule did not allow him to get to it. I can't imagine. It's just weird. Cause, I mean, that move, that it was, yeah, it feels like so long ago. I can't, yeah, I can't even, like... Wait, when did it come out? Like, oh, God. 2013, maybe? Uh, no, I think it was, I think it was 12. Sooner. I think it's earlier than that. Yeah, it's uh, been a while. Okay, so Jungle Book was another Jungle big Book one. Jungle Book is another live action. Mm-hmm. They announced Boy, that. I tell you, you want a good poster. Oh, my That's God. That's a beautiful release. Okay, we'll, we'll go back to the Star Wars thing. Because okay, guys, we, we didn't like even a, do the, uh, the Yeah, the they, Force released, the, uh, they released the poster for the Force Unleashed. First Drew Struson poster. No, Force Awakens. Force, Force Awakens. Unleashed. God, I keep doing that. <laughs> it drives me crazy. That's not what I wanted to open. Um, that was the, that the, was the big reveal from it for me is, one, only Han's on the, on the, the poster. Of the original poster. trilogy um, uh, cast. Those, the, yeah, the original trilogy cast. And then Finn is holding the lightsaber. Yep. Yes, not just a lightsaber. Luke Skywalker's lightsaber from 4 and 5. Now, I've heard... I've heard some people say this is this is just the poster for D twenty three and it's not the official release poster. So they were they were claiming it was the official. That's what everyone said it was Disney, the official. Disney release did poster. say it is the first official poster for the film. It's the first official poster, but it may not be the release poster that you'll see in. Which this, the, bringing up the, the poster, first official tro- the first official poster for Episode one was the shadow poster. Right. Yes. Was was well the first Jake official Lloyd poster was just the the Star Wars, uh, the Force Awakens. Uh, right, but in terms of like what started title. going up in theaters, yes, the first thing was this was the shadow poster. Yeah, it was right. the Anakin with, with, the, Dark with the Dark Vader, Vader shadow. shadow. Um, and that was going up when the, Alice uh, in Wonderland was 2010. That's what I thought. I was like, that's Harry's a was, long so three, five years. Was a long time. Yeah, 2010. I, I was like, I knew it was a while ago because the people that I remember talking to around this time, I haven't talked to in a now, long time. Now, here's the thing: Star Wars started this at Celebration. With their panels, they started airing the panels, you know, on the internet, and the people there are get a special gift. I'm liking this thing, that they're doing the way they're doing it, because almost all of the D23 panels, with the exclusion of the footage that they showed, are up online officially up online to see. Right. And 
if you attended the panel, you got some kind of gift. Like the inter the uh, interaction panel, you got a uh, a Disney's Infinity Mickey right. Mouse character. You had the Star Wars, you got the poster, the Jungle Book. You you know for the the other one you got at the uh, the movie the live action you know presentation. You got the Jungle Book poster, which looks gorgeous. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that's. Yep. <laughs> That's actually what brought it up. I was disappointed in the Star Wars post. I loved your Susan's work. He's probably my favorite. And everyone was so and glad when they saw that. They loved that poster. And I don't for something something for me into it. But brings me to my point. That Jungle Book poster is awesome. Oh yeah. That poster was like the 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 first uh, Winter Soldier poster. Mm-hmm. That that first teaser of Cap in the back of the Quinjet over Washington. Yeah. And the first time I saw that, going, that's awesome. Well, it's also like the Jurassic. Poster. It reminds me of the Jurassic Park or the Jurassic World. Uh, Comic Con poster from last year, right, right. With the with the raptor the, on the, the mondo poster. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The the, the non mondo mondo poster. Yes. Right. So yeah, I mean. No, I, I just the the color in that and the composition in that. Were, but and I love Jungle Book is one of my favorite Disney animated films. Going to all and these so cons, are, it was you, just an awesome poster. Do you like the idea of airing them and you know if you attend to keep people still attending them? To give them some kind of special well, yeah, treat? that's what that's how you're going to pe- keep people attending if you're going yeah, to give away cool free theory. stuff. Yeah, because that's all. Look, he's talking about Friday of the gold members in there. You know what the gold members did? They went and bought like the exclusive pins or whatever. This uh-huh. is what happened for right. Star Wars. Oh, all those yeah. pins were gone on the first day because that's all people want. The I'll trade, tell you right now, every single one of those posters is on eBay. Oh yeah, right. oh yeah, they are. They were up there yeah. the day yeah. of. I went, my, my mom actually um, on Saturday she wanted to grab one of the posters from I forgot which booth they're getting them at it. Um, she, like, they, 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 cut off, they cut off the line. She ended up not getting it. And she's like, maybe I'll, I'll find one on eBay. $500 mm-hmm. for some of them. Yeah, especially the day of. For a poster that I'm pretty sure they'll probably do a, a if, if it doesn't end up in, like, the theaters as the poster, it'll end up being a poster. Oh, I think, that, that, I think that one will be, yeah, that one will You'll be You'll be able to get it at Hot oh, Topic. Yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that deserves a one sheet. Well, so. Allison, the Alice through the Looking Glass, they did a, a double-sided poster. One side is Alice and walking. The other, side is the other side is the Hatter. Hatter. And you got that if you did the interactive experience there. Right. So we ended up picking up two of them so we can you know put them up side by side. side. Uh, they which, announced that Beauty and the Beast is actually a musical movie. Yes. Officially a musical. It's not like Cinderella, which was kind of like uh, a little right. bit, but not really. No, this is... With Emma using, Watson as, yeah, as Belle, Belle. And they're going to be using the original Alan Menken songs. Yeah. Emma Watson's playing Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, now I have to see this film. Yes, you did. Um, I have be become singing. a little more intrigued. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny Depp walks out in full Captain Jack Sparrow costume to announce Pirates 5. Yep. And Didn't they announced that a long time They ago? announced it, but the filming is beginning. Uh, or uh, No, the, fil- the filming just wrapped. Right. Yeah, because been filming say, because he almost got arrested. Say, we, we knew that that was... Yeah, he almost got... But he, the, it was a surprise that he came out dressed in it. You know, right. it's kind of, I'm the, the, the announcement. He keeps that costume in his car. In a box. Oh well, he, he yeah, he has. Yeah. It's I'm just sure like, it's just like, all right, well, I'm gonna go visit some sick kids today. It's just like Chris Evans and and <laughs> Chris Pratt. And everyone told him he didn't look like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> that was awesome. Eh, that costume's not accurate. It's like it came from the effing set, bro. Come on. Hey, you do an okay, Johnny Depp. Hey, you're not really. It's, it's not enough Keith Richards there. It's just you need a little no, bit what, more. What surprised me the most is that. Johnny Depp actually goes out to Disneyland dressed as oh, yeah. Jack Sparrow every once oh, in a he, while, he just for the hell of it. 
Yeah, he's at Disneyland quite a bit. The cons before he's, I mean, yeah, yeah, he does, he, he, is it six children? Six children. Yeah, that that yeah. one's really cool. But no, I knew about like the, the hospitals and stuff. It was yeah. just like I didn't. Well, know you, that I mean, he you've heard the story when he did the, the year he did Comic Con. Yeah, he he, he had costume. he had he brought the costume. He had people from the set makeup and everything. They did him completely done. He is walking the floor as Jack Sparrow. It is Johnny Depp, and more than like a dozen people told him that he looked okay. And the same thing happened to Hugh Jackman. That was one of those yeah, things. He's like, too tall. Yes. I swear, I saw Hugh Jackman one year because I remember standing. That there. That was two years ago. It was, it was like two or three years ago. I think I remember standing there with Mikey, looking over at this dude, going, "Man, that guy looks like Hugh Jack. That guy is ripped. Look at him. He looks like Hugh Jack. That guy well, is right Brian on." Brian Cranston walked the floor in the, yeah, in the Brian Cranston mask. <laughs> yeah. But and and it was funny. We saw him. Yeah. In Artist Alley, Mikey and I saw yeah. him, and I looked at Mikey and said. <laughs> That's probably really Brian Cranston. He's like, no way. I said, I bet you it is. He's like, yeah, maybe it is because they keep doing that. And then I mean, you got Daniel Radcliffe walked around in a Spider-Man, Spider-Man costume. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's getting dangerous because I'm waiting to the point where someone just like walks up to someone with a mask, just pulls it off. Like, is it? No, it's not. Speaking of costumes, so, so we need to have a J. You're saying we need a J. Jonah Jameson to walk around and unmask all these heroes. Yeah, that's, pretty much. that's that's what Civil War is. It's, you're a menace. <laughs> Civil War is just them walking through Comic Con, pulling masks off of people to find out who's an actor and who's not. Even at D23, I couldn't get away from a Deadpool. There were two. I, I, I'm not odd. surprised. I know, but so here here we go. Uh, Johnny Depp. The big thing that he did announce for he Pirates hugged, Five. You mean he hugged Harrison Ford? Well, that was as that was Johnny the, Depp. I mean, as as Jack Jack, Jack Sparrow. But he did make the announcement that that Will Turner will be in yeah, Pirates Orlando, Five. So Orlando, Orlando Bloom is, is coming back. back. It's, it's a job. <laughs> well, he's done. Lord of the Rings Hobbit. is done, dude. <laughs> Hobbit is done. There's nothing left unless Peter Jackson decides to go. Let's do the Sumerian. Let's do the Sumerian. And you know what? Lego Loss is in it, man. So the animated. Um, so lots of stuff we knew. Yes. Uh, well, it, Ellen, it, the, 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 you know, Ellen apparently has been talking on her show quite a bit over the years, wanting to do a, yeah, a Finding, Finding Nemo sequel. Yeah, Finding Dory, which they the she they let her announce it on her own show a couple months ago. I was going to yes. say, yeah, that, that one's been out for so a while. So the way uh, they introduced it at, the, at D23 was they showed all of the clips of her making the wanting to do it, talking about it on yeah. the show, leading up to this. Then all then she came. They they had the announcement that she did a couple weeks ago. Then she came out on stage to officially bring out the cast and everything. Right. Which uh, Finding about, Dory. Yeah, Finding Dory. She just kept swimming is the tagline. Yes. And I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, Zootopia. They did a big yes. thing for Zootopia. Uh, they that's, the, had, that's the U two tour, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, I know yes. that's Zootopia. Sorry. And which they down on the floor they had a little uh, yeah they had a nice boot. little interactive thing that you could play with uh, Disney Animation uh, and Pixar they've got uh, they Jack uh, Jack and the Beanstalk is basically getting a yes. live action now his first big official thing yes uh, didn't they just do that. No, that was no. They did. That they, was Brian Singer's Jack and the Beanstalk. That's what I was gonna say. There was like there was just that was a Jack, Jack, the, the Jack, the Jack the Jack the Giant Slayer. Giant Slayer yeah. Well, this yeah. is actually a Disney animated mm-hmm. uh, movie. Uh, Pixar had the big ones. Well, they yeah, Toy Story four. Toy Story four, but they announced that's that. the one that shocked me. I was like, I really thought they skipped. Well, they announced that. But we kept, uh, everybody kept hearing it. They kept hearing rumors, rumors and stuff. And the uh, in like I got to see a special screening of uh, of Inside Out, and the beginning was you know you know a little bit of a making of and talking to the cast members, and then it was talking to John Lasseter because he's actually directing Toy Story four. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced Cars 3, which yes, was my, that was a, I was which was my sort of like my eyebrow raise. Like, 
okay, I, it's their biggest moneymaker other than Frozen. That's right. one of those. That's one of those films that. Well, Frozen wasn't. You don't. Didn't, you Fro- don't. Frozen know wasn't Pixar. Right, but it's Disney though. Right. And, but you don't know anybody who liked Cars, and yet Cars is still big. Yeah. It's the, but see, here's the funny it's, thing. It's, it's, you think, it's children. Well, that's the thing. The toys. Didn't Cars two toys? like not do so well? No, Cars. Yeah. Everybody seemed to hate Cars two. Cars two is one of the few Pixar films right. I haven't seen. The thing with Cars is yes, Cars still has a presence in the toy aisle. Mm-hmm. It still has a presence. It always had one because Matchbox is still so big. That's the thing is, it still has a presence in merchandising. It still has a print. Like, it's amazing to see. And you went, what, the day of Cars Land? The second day of yeah. Cars Land or whatever? That place was packed. Oh, it was packed. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you see the uh, the miniature uh, model of Radiator Springs? Oh, yeah. That was amazing. I took some. I got to show you the pictures. I, I think that's one of the big pictures. things with Cars is that, is that spot, that Radiator Springs world, is mm-hmm. fascinating. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a, Which well, I think is probably part of, what a part of the problem that might be with Cars too. not having seen it. If it doesn't take place in Radiator Springs for the whole time, that might be It doesn't take place. Yeah. None of it takes place. You yeah, have I it. think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Toys, uh, Toy Story, like, Toy Story was, like, the biggest um, merchandising for Disney mm-hmm. in in decades. I mean, the Princess line... was also line, multi... All we does consistent. You know, it's, it's it, the, the little girls love the Princess line, and they, you know, they market the hell out of it. Toy Story was the first big, like, like... Well, that was a oh thing. Oh, my like, goodness. Well, we have... Toy have Story that, 4 is funny to You the have that, that, that resurgence with... Little Mermaid, Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta. Aladdin, the Lion King, and so forth. And then, mm-hmm. as that started to kind of even keel, and then you have Pixar, Toy Story, yeah, Toy Story, Toy Story. Toy Story. But then, but then, Cars, Cars dethroned Toy Story as their biggest yes. merchandiser. That's amazing. And well, because Mattel, and, you know, the, Matchbox, was, and, and, and then and all the still, other. And, and then it wasn't until Frozen came along that something was its equal. Yeah. So Frozen, Wait, and that was, that, and that's not even Pixar. That's no, Disney Pictures. Yeah, Disney's own. But yeah. yeah, Frozen and Cars are the two are their two cash cows for toys, mm-hmm. and that's why they got Cars Land, and that's well, why that, Cars Three. Which downtown, was a big downtown Disney. Remember they turned uh, three six five into Elsa and they, yeah, Anna's it, shop. Yep, yep. Um, but Toy Story Four, it's funny because you called you or one of us called that as soon as they bought Star Wars. They need to yeah. do a Toy Story Four where there's Marvel and Star Wars figures in it. And I can almost guarantee you there's going to be some kind of... The only reason I would think that they couldn't is because they have such a good deal with, with Mattel. And well, Mattel... License. Yeah, they do their official the toy yeah, licenses. The, the but toys that are in it are not it. Isn't... Um, um, Mr. Potato Head is Hasbro, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So, and he played a big part of that. Right, right, and that's—I uh, mean—that's also they get sort of the lucky with. Like, yeah. all so this is all great, movies. but come okay. On. So the big announcement, and this is for for everything mm-hmm. that's there, like Star Wars Land. I'm like, okay, it's I, expected. I, I've been to Disneyland once in the last two decades. It'll probably wait, wait, get me don't to say go it, on. but don't oh, say. It. I want Ethan to be say, able to say it. I'm just like, this was the one that got me. I this want Mister like, Mister oh. Excitement to say this one. He probably doesn't know what we're talking. about. Do you know what we're talking about? What film we're talking about? You mean the knockoff Fantastic Four? The better Fantastic Four? Yes. Uh, Incredible. Yeah. (laughs) Incredible. Incredible. Yes, they announced Incredibles 2. You saw that poster. That's one of those things like when you saw Cars 2 and you go, you made a sequel to Cars. Didn't make a sequel to Incredibles. Well, and and for Incredibles, uh, they've been sort of saying we're not doing an Incredibles 2 until. You know, Brad Bird can come back. Right. Brad Bird has said that like, was the big one. Like, unless I get a good story, I don't really want to do anything. And then a couple months ago, it was sort of like 
I think this is happening. And then, and then they saw the Fantastic Four movie, like, we, do we gotta do this. <laughs> we can do better than that. Well, The Incredibles is like one of my favorite Pixar movies. Incredibles so, is my favorite Pixar movie. Yeah. That's just, yeah. As a comic book junkie, Incredibles is an amazing film. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the Incredibles is my because it's also humor in it. It's amazing, but it's really just it's so. It, I, and look, I, I love a lot of Pixar films. Toy Story two and three, Finding Nemo is one of my favorites. Wall-E, even go back to a Bugs Life. Bugs Life is the most underrated film. You'll I want to see a Marvel. And Bugs in, Life is great because it's yeah. Seven Samurai with, with yeah like some of the greatest comedians. Yeah, in so an ensemble. I want I want to see a a Marvel Incredibles mashup though. No, I know. It'll, you're it, you're the be, only one. The Incredibles, the, Incredibles, the Incredibles can't, you know, they'll just win. The Incredibles will win. They just got. And then, but they they also they'll just know, beat them with better storytelling. Not to gloss over, you know, <laughs> obviously not to gloss over Incredibles too, because that's going to be such an amazing thing. And there's nothing that's been said about it, which is good. Right. And I, I hope that they it's just know. the poster with the eye turned into that was the thing. That was, and yeah, that was the, that was the presentation. Like, that's all they showed. Yeah. And well, that's before. the thing that's really great. I mean, when you when you have something like that where you're able to. Use an image that everybody who's a fan knows. But when you first look at it, be able to put it up there and realize what's there. Yeah, you know, it's kind of when when you acquire something or or whatever. You know, all all if Marvel would have had been would been able to announce the acquisition of the Star Wars comics on their own instead of Uh a press release, if they had done it in there and just. You know, just show them like, oh, there's one more thing, and just put up the Star Wars logo and then walk off the stage. That would have been great, and that's kind of what this was. Or just even it in the wasn't comics, even in that, like, yeah, it was just as I'm scrolling through my feed, I see that poster. Yeah. On like an official Disney feed of that poster, and lost my mind. Going, right. Just that's what I want. I've wanted this for so long, and it, it's great that they waited this long. And only good. God, I hope. <laughs> Where's my super suit? It's but just amazing. When you first look at the logo, it. It's like, okay, wait, are they just going to do, you know, is it going to be like an anniversary edition or something? And then you look closer and you go, oh, that's two eyes. That's not one. No, it was fantastic. Uh, that was so good. That was and like. That was the, that, and that was another big one that everybody it, had their, like, that rightfully so sort of freaking out. Everyone's like, yeah, you're freaking out about Star Wars information, but you know that's coming out in December. This is the real surprise but do you right think, here. Because that, well, the, the Incredibles came out before the park about. stuff. Do you think that it got. It got its due for a short time, but now that afterwards, most well, people aren't even no, talking well, about this it. This is no information. Yeah, it was outside outside of knowing that Brad Bird is coming back to do it, you know nothing about. And I'm film. sure they'll be able to get Craig T. Nelson to come back. Oh yeah. Well, no, well, he's, 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 he's doing, doing coach, coach again. again. Yeah. He doesn't have time. They're gonna have to replace him. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Jason Lee can come back with the bad guy again too. Uh, I think it was because there's no information. I mean, well, he's immediately, only doing too. and it's also there's nothing really to speculate on. Whereas as soon as that park information came out, all five of us on our thread are like, no, they're going to knock this down. Oh, but what if they do this? Mm-hmm. Oh, what if they do, do Well, maybe they'll move it over here. Well, what are they going to use? And the, that, that, po- that, that painting or whatever looks great. And I'm like, yeah, it'd be awesome if they could really build a shuttle Tidarium that could take you yeah. to the park. That'd be awesome. That's not going to happen. Don't give me this vision crap. Like, actually <laughs> show me what it's going to look like. Well, they got to build a full-size we'll, we'll Falcon. We'll see more because... The- How do you not build a full-size Well, they, they said one of the attractions is going to be a Falcon... Ride. Yes. Yeah, no, no. You're I'm in the not, cockpit. Not a Falcon ride. I'm talking building a full size Falcon. Well, the big thing that because uh, uh, either sure, Kevin well, and Bean or Las Vegas can do. Well, they did the Star Trek experience and they built a full size bridge mm-hmm. with with deck hallways. I'm sure there is a way that, that was you could. Amazing, buddy. Oh my god! I missed well, that they're doing so the cantina. Much. I've never been to the Star Trek experience. I feel so oh, sad. Man. 
And I'm so like, I'm just so bummed that. Well, you'll be able to see part of it because that guy who's doing the Los Angeles Sci-Fi Museum. Yes. Is uh, yeah, he has those pieces and he, he has, has those pieces. pieces. He's got the full. He's got the, the funny full thing bridge. Is, Patrick Stewart was on Kevin and Bean this morning, and he said something about you know the bridge because he was like, you know, I think he thinks sci-fi fans, some of the more out there sci-fi fans, think he was really in space or whatever. He's like, no, the bridge. We never left Studio <laughs> Eight, and the bridge is in the basement at Paramount. And I wanted to call like, no, it's not. It's no, in somebody's no. fucking house because yeah. they, they tried to throw it away. Yeah, they, yep. they, they, the the story is CBS threw it out. The the Enterprise yeah. D set. Paramount. Paramount. And you know what's and, really cool? And the guy who started the museum, you know, years ago, he I guess he was doing like a tour. He was walking by, and he it was, no, it was he, one he, of his friends. He, he, his no, friend. he his friend. One of his friends worked there and goes, "Hey, guess what they're throwing away?" Because because yes, really, yeah. if you want to know all about it. Go to the Nerdables uh, YouTube page because we interviewed him back when he first had the chair yeah. up. And well, yeah, that was the first yeah. time that I saw him when I went to that yeah. panel. And then he, he's like, hey, we throw the thing out. And he got a pallet and he started collecting pieces. Because, yeah, it was sitting outside. It was sitting, yeah. it, it was, it had been it sitting outside for months and, you know, in yeah. the rain and everything there else. stuff so. he couldn't save, but there's stuff that he's there. And then when they found out that the Star Trek experience was closing, he got He negotiated, yeah, yeah, to get some of the parts from that. So And then somebody... God, was, I hope that museum happens. His... his He's plans for so, so uh, ambitious. There was there was a somebody in Las Vegas uh, when they tore the museum uh, the experience down. They they saved the, like, that amazing timeline like acrylic mm-hmm. time. They donated it to him. That's awesome. So he's going to have the Star Trek timeline from Enterprise through. Is that the second time that I saw it, when he was talking about the museum? The first time was just saving the bridge mm-hmm. and building a traveling exhibit with the bridge. Right. But the second time when he was talking about the museum as a permanent home. And the Hall of Robots, oh, that'd be so but awesome. But even because he wants to do the like a Hall of Ships and, and everything. sci-fi cars. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, anyway. So, yeah. So, you know, D23 had so much stuff. I mean, right. Saturday, you just, every time you looked down at the phone, at your phone, it was just another, you know. And I was getting all the, the messages that were coming in. So I was getting all these announcements popping up, at, you know, as a notification. I was just like, holy crap. This My is phone just- is on fire. Literally on fire in the middle of Disneyland because it's a hundred. And then I was and then I was putting them onto our thread and you know back and forth, yeah, which caused a whole nother riff, which was funny. But um, so yeah, Saturday had all you know the the other big thing was oh, they Dr. showed Rock was there. Yes, he was the big guest because of Moana, which looks really good. Oh yeah, that's the one where he's fighting the earthquake, right? Yes, <laughs> yeah, he's fighting in uh, Grand Theft Auto in that's San Andreas, okay. saving San Andreas from the earthquake. Is no. that the one where they go to the island in 3D? The one? Is yeah, that the other yes. one? I think so, and then he fights a shark or something. It's uh, <laughs> it, uh, the one where he's uh, the Tooth Fairy, right? Yes. He plays Tooth Fairy? Yeah, and, the then, one where and he's then he the becomes wrestler. Larry the Cable no, Guy. No, he's the, what's the one where it's um, the football, he's a football, football player. player. Yeah, That's that an actual Disney film. That finds the, the daughter, he finds his daughter, and then everything's real cute for two hours. Um, But Captain America 3. Yeah, they got a trailer. Well, they wasn't, it wasn't really a trailer. They showed actual footage. Right. They they showed the footage they, that's at the end of Ant Man, and they they expanded yeah. it. They got you got your first look at Doctor Strange. Well, no, I was gonna say, but Black Panther. Right. You got your first look at him. Um, there was a reveal in this, and I'm not gonna say it because it is a major major spoiler, and I wish I wouldn't have known. But see, I didn't see I didn't see or hear any of this. There was a major spoiler to this that. I think after a while is it's, it's something that that fans will go nuts for as soon as they see it in the film that we all talked about when they first announced that they were going to do this character. And I'm not even going to say it because if I say anything too much, you'll get it. When they first announced this character, they said there's no way it could happen. There's no way you could do this, that, and the other with it. But when I saw that they're doing it and how they're doing it, it totally makes sense. It's not the Martin Freeman character. 
No, it's not the Martin Freeman. No, isn't he? That's the only thing I care about. The Christopher uh, Christopher Priest. That's the run. Yes. Well, that is that confirmed? Uh, Because that was my when they first announced him, I said, I bet you he's playing the the uh, attaché in Black Panther, and. Everyone's looking like, what the hell are you talking about? I said, the I, whole Christopher Priest's entire run of Black Panther, which has just been released in, in a new trade, in a new trade, by all the way. 17 for issues, the first I think? time. Yeah. Well, it's the first half of it. The first half, yeah. It's the first, the first half. First 17 issues. Anyway, but the whole story goes through. It's not a Black Panther. Well, it's a Black Panther story, but it's a U.S. attache to the Wakandan embassy. Mm-hmm. So when they first said Martin Freeman, like, dude, that's who he's playing. And it was just like, Ugh. and I'm like, if that's now true, I totally called that as soon as that probably wasn't the only one. But. Right. But that's I, why. Well, that's why I thought it was too. Mostly yeah. because like he like it's like well Martin Freeman's not going to be playing a superhero, but he's Black Panther. It's like oh okay, yeah, I think I'm they're using that story. And they also showed some of the footage between the rift between Tony and and Steve and how it happens and what causes it. Well, Is it the, the memes? The, it's, memes. <laughs> it's all it's, it's all memes. memes. I like the prequels. But I, do, but I do like that they actually are taking a page out of the Civil War book and making it like well who's responsible, Cap? Yes. We, you know, we like, and I like that the reference that they sort of gave away was like, you know, this city was flying, you know, in the sky. There's a lot of people hurt. We tried to save everybody, but. Well, apparently there is something that happens at the beginning of this very similar to. I'm sure it's going to be like, uh, like the, like the new warriors, something similar to that. Well, the, well, they said that some, that something happens at the beginning of it with crossbones and somebody right. else. He's going to, he's going to be Jax for Mortal Kombat. <laughs> No, but there, there's something in it that happens that's very much similar to the beginning of the Civil War book. Yeah, with, with the Speed new warriors. Ball. Yeah, and the, the, the reality show. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know if they'll go that far, but I like the idea. It's like, look, we're responsible and somebody has to pay. But there, there's a really interesting thing where apparently... And I would, like, I would like to see that in secret that they've just never... They've glossed over in the movies like, oh, just Iron Man's like, look, I'm broke. I'm yeah. broke, Steve. Who do you think is paying for all that damage? I am... <laughs> You owe me. Well, it was, well, he did create Ultron, so it is kind of his fault. Well, there's a thing where, where Tony tells him like that, you know. Iron Monger, like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, family in the minivan. I'll well, that's the, the, minivan. The, the difference between 70s and 80s comics and 90s and 2000s comics is when they started going, well, we've exhausted all these stories where we've made them, like, perfectly good guys. Every building that falls is empty. Oh, I got an idea. The building that falls is occupied. <laughs> and somebody's suing the Avengers. But no, the, one of the things that said was that you know Tony was uh, saying that we have to telling Steve we have to be more responsible. Look, everybody saw what happened, you know, with this, with with uh, we, yeah, he, uh, he pulled a Kosovo or whatever it was. He, he, he pulled uh, a Kosovo. <laughs> that was a real event. Sokovia, Kosovo, <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, but then he's down, you know, Steve. A, he you gave know, him the same. Tony speech. believes in ethnic cleansing. Like, yes, you know, he, he gave a, him the same speech that Steve gave to to. Uh, and Nick Fury in Winter Soldier was like, people are afraid of us, right? And I, I enjoy that kind of tongue-in-cheek irony. But the, the thing is, I, I just get when it, you saw the dialogue for it, and it's like, you expect Steve to go, you freaking built, you know, Ultron. What the hell, man? Be more responsible. But yeah, it's like you know, he, he says something in there about how even though Steve's a, an American icon, some people still see him as a vigilante and things like that. So there, there is that whole. There's kind of the the actual Civil War comic book that they're going with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of that. They showed uh, the the official uh, title font for Doctor Strange, and Benedict Cumberbatch came on and you know did he a did nice intro, little intro. Uh, so anyway, real quick. I'm in everything. Uh, anybody, what do you think of Ronda Rousey? Maybe or uh, nope. 
petitioning. We'll, we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> so you get I'll, to Sunday, you didn't get to I'll your video game. Like, I, I, I know nothing about her character, but I've seen her try and act. Yeah. She cannot. No, it's... She can be the nicest She looks being. great in, in the mock-up. That yeah, sure, because what? somebody... Anyone at any point will do it. Oh, yeah. Emily Blunt could play that role. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back oh, yeah. Oh. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. She's great and so, but yeah, it's one of those things like, look, I don't know anything about Ron, but it's also one of those things like, it, 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 seeing her, like, it's like, I want to do this, like, I've seen you act. Mm-hmm. It's not you as can, important to have it physically look yeah, correct you can, as right. it does to someone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Again, every, people love Michael Keaton as Batman. If you look at the history of Batman, Michael Keaton looks nothing like a Batman. Right. I personally don't think Michael Keaton is Batman, <laughs> but everybody else is like, oh, no, yeah, totally. Donald Trump is Batman. Yeah, it's like, uh, um, so, if she could act, I would be like, yeah, okay. But I, I like, it's like, I've, I've seen, like, she can't really act. But. So Sunday was all about video games and the Mouseketeers. Yes. Uh, the big thing, the interactive, most of it was about Disney Infinities, which is getting ready to come out. Yep. Uh, they showed that there's going to be some... Uh, Awakened set. Well, a Zootopia, or... Uh, not Zoot- uh, yeah, this is Zootopia. Yeah, they're doing Zootopia. Zootopia, set. they showed those characters. Then they brought. There's a Luke Skywalker figure coming. Yes. For Infinity. They brought the. Uh, well, yeah, they, they had the whole Infinity. The Star Wars thing hasn't started yet, has it? Yeah, it comes out. Yeah, it comes out. September 4th. Yeah, the, which. They, they've already. I think they. For, uh, I think just on Twitter, following some of that stuff, I think they've started sending out some press kits for it. So. Yeah, I actually. They have an. They had a little interactive thing which you can do. And if you got up there and you did it. You can go over and get pick one of seven different uh, characters, the actual game pieces. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they had four Star at, uh, Wars. Yeah. yeah, and so you know, Arabella, Beth, and I did it, and we all got you know we got so we ended up getting Darth Vader, Yoda, and then Arabella got one of the uh, in uh, Inside Out characters. Nice. But they announced the Episode Seven playset will be coming out in December that goes along with it, the movie. and they showed the. The Ray and the Finn characters from it. Yep. Uh, and they had them on stage. Um, the other really, really big announcement that they did at the interactive show was they announced that Big Hero 6 will be part of uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. So which that, is interesting. Which is very interesting. And they're going to tie it in, too. So it looks like mm-hmm. the Baymax in the game is the Baymax who was lost in, yes. in the alternate, in the, in the space between realities. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Um, they had they had a playable demo of Battlefront on the, the floor yeah. with this great set. Did of, you guys do the playmation and get your? Did you become an Avenger by playing? No, the I didn't. The, the, there was a long line for that. Oh, they, they had the uh, the pod ones, you know, the the battle pod things. But yeah, we did the we did the playmation thing, and we. Uh, it's yeah, really want to play that again. That was like, amazing. It was like the shortest we'd ever seen that line. We're just like, let's just go do it. Yeah, yeah. and. It, it's cool. They give you like the Iron Man gauntlet mm-hmm. uh, with the repulsors, and it actually works. And you pull your hand back, and there's one or two buttons on it. And, and then, when, and then when Iron Skull dies, like he pops out of his little base. Yeah, he pops out of the <laughs> yeah. base, and he attacks you back. And there's a tag team mode, so multiple people can have the gauntlets. Right, and you can do you can do like laser tag with it. And then they're going to be doing. They said they'd be doing more stuff uh, to go with it. Event more superheroes would be getting kit, uh, and then you got your ID badge for the Avengers. That's cool. So when when you, if you went to the interactive panel, they gave you a uh, a exclusive Mickey uh, uh, Infinity character, you know, playable character. That's the actual Mickey Mouse. Because I think last the uh, last time they did it, where it was the Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey, right? And this one was just the Mickey in his normal everyday. All he can do is drive shorts. a boat. <laughs> he just sits there in the game. <laughs> 
And they also, I think they, they either gave you a beta version of Kingdom Hearts 3 or some the uh, DLC content. That I think it's one of the, I think it was a mobile game. It could be. I think it was a mobile, like a Kingdom Hearts mobile game. And yeah. then they also announced, uh, I'm sure it's one of those, like, uh, pay to win but like the build your own theme park, like they did the Jurassic Park builder. Right. They're doing Which a, they're doing a Disneyland park builder. Well, Luke Lucasfilm or Lucas Arts had the the original one, you know, the original park builder. Right. Um, so they just basically incorporated. Now you can do it as Disney, which is pretty cool, and uh, it probably will be one of those pay to plays. Yeah. Uh, and then they ended the show with the. Reunion of the original, the, the surviving members of the original Mickey Mouse Club. Excuse me, look at them, dead. So it was Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, Christina Aguilera. No, 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 no. And all the, the others that nobody no, knows who they are. Original, original. They're all dead. Yeah. Uh, Britney Spears is just in it, son. Hey, she just announced she's coming back from Vegas, so she's uh, going to be on uh, Jane the Virgin. Um, y'all, I'm going to be on Jane the Virgin, y'all, because I'm a virgin. But yes, they closed Britney, out the show. With the ending song of the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, and that, that for me, that's like, oh, man, I wish I was there. For I wish. That's, that's really cool to do a reunion. The other thing that I missed, because I missed it last time, too, uh, the voice of Disney of the Disneyland Parks, mm-hmm. the announcer, where you could get uh, your mobile phone yes. uh, message recording done by him. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool to see him doing that last. Doing yeah, that last we, we last year like we got in the line, but then they're like, "It's closed. We got to stop it." So we're just like, Who, "The guy he's doing now is the last guy." I'm like, "Okay," but it was still really cool because he's like, "Thank you for calling," you know, but John you, Smith's phone. So did you guys pick up any exclusives? Uh, so the imagine oh, we picked. I picked up the exclusive shirt, mm-hmm. uh, the John Lasseter shirt that uh, Uniqlo, right, which is a Japanese uh, clothing company, and it's uh, the. Uh, it's his original sketch for the Luxo short. Okay. Luxo and the bouncing ball. I also grabbed uh, myself an Arport D23. We have one here on the desk. Yes, picked up a couple of those. Uh, which is really cool. It's not a super limited one, but it wasn't a show exclusive. Yeah. Uh, all of the, I mean, the Imagineering shirts are exclusive for normal people in that you can only get them there. Right. The uh, normals are allowed. Yes, please. And I also picked up a. They did a, for the show. They did a replica of the Day at Disneyland vinyl, which was originally released in 1957, mm-hmm. I think. And it has, you know, it's done in the original size. It has all the original artwork redone on it. Yeah. So that was it was like 25 bucks, and it's one of those like that's a really cool piece of just like hey, it's a nice replica of an item that you can't. Find you know, what we should do uh, because I, you know, I got the I got the pins, and I got Beth got one of the. Uh, um, Force for Change uh, Stormtrooper shirts. Nice. And I picked up the big exclusive D23, you know, uh, black edition, die-cast metal Star Wars figures. We should do an unboxing. We should do an unboxing, especially with that. all of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have, yeah, you got an art, uh, like the shirts, you can't really unbox a shirt. But no, we can, we can just but do you, like a D23. But yeah, and, you can do easily that, that awesome Star Wars box. Yeah, we, we should do that and put that up, like yeah. maybe get together next weekend and do that. That would be cool. Yeah. All right, so anything else from D23? Anything What'd that I get, didn't Shana? hear about? Shauna, yes, what'd you get? Well, I, got this I can see the Mickey Mouse. Uh, this is like my favorite thing from the show. Like, I saw this and I have to get it. It's also from Uniqlo. It's like Mickey Mouse pizza shirt. It, it is <laughs> Mickey Mouse logo pizza, yes. Yes, it's a pizza shirt. And, then I, and also, like, my, like my shopping highlight was probably the, was probably the uh, Mickey's at Glendale store, too. I also got, like, a, a hoodie 
t-shirt for myself and a t-shirt for my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I also I also did pick up the um, the MR4D23 and the vinyl figure for my mom for her birthday because nice. it, it was yesterday. I was like, I was like you know what? I think she really liked this and she did love it. Did you guys get into? Did you even attempt to go into the Disney store one? Mm-hmm. We went into the Disney Dream Store, which is where we got the RD23. Right. And we went into Mickey's at Glendale. The other one we tried to get into that one, and because it was like forty minutes until the show closed, they're like we kept the line. So. Beth stood in line for like literally two and a half hours to get in there. And that was basically just to get the Star Wars figures. And we didn't even get in last time either because the line was ma- the line was, the line was massive. massive. It just seems amazing to go to a show like that, and you probably used more than a third of your day standing in line. That's to what buy it stuff. Like. It's yeah. not even. That's the that's the thing that drives me crazy. That, that was celebration was the same thing. Celebration mm-hmm. was such a mess. Well, we and and just the, the whole thing is celebration. By the end of the first day, like, well, we don't even wear t-shirts. See, I was thinking about this with that, and I well, told that. Yeah, because we got lucky. We went Friday, but like Mickey's at Glendale, we went in to go to the line, and like, well, it's like a three-hour wait. And we were like, okay, we'll come back. And then we came back like an hour and a half, two hours later. And I was like, well, it's like two hours. So we're like, okay, let's do it. It's the end of the show, whatever. And then we were in line for 40 minutes, so they had greatly overestimated. Exactly. Yeah. For then, a show like this, and then has, the Disney Dream Store, we were in line for maybe half an hour. Oh, the Disney! We walked right into that one because we got because we got to go in an hour early, so we walked straight into that one. Okay. And if we had known about because the Disney at Glendale was all the way on the other yeah, side, it's, and, it's right it's right behind the yeah. The, it was right next to like the Maker Studios. It's just like the Disney store. If we had known, because way Beth Beth and I were talking about this, we should have split up. One of us went to one store, one of us went to you know got in line at the other store because then it would have been a lot faster. And we could have gotten, you know, every, basically everything we want a lot quicker. But that, there was just, there was so much to see and do. And it was a very small con. Right. But it was so... There well, were, it took up the whole convention center, so... Yeah, yeah but it so was... It they, was but, and it was... Uh, I, I appreciate how well organized, at mm-hmm. least the layout was. It, it was a... It was not difficult to move through, even the most crowded parts of the day. Yeah. It wasn't like going to like Celebration or WonderCon where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm being sucked into the crowd. Uh-huh. And even yourselves. where they were having the autographs or like you know, the Disney Channel kids show up or something, they had a big area set up for just autographs. Just autographs. And you, know, you could still, if you didn't want to get in line to get in the autograph, there was still a spot to go over there and take pictures with. I right. wish they could, you know, like at the Marvel booth or something like that, I wish that's how they could set it up a little bit better like that. To give them you know, a queue line and stuff like that instead of everybody standing right in the aisle. It'll be interesting to see what they do because now that D23 is over, I'm sure that's when uh, there will be Marvel stuff again at uh, at Comic Con. Yeah. Comic-Con. Like, do you think they'll do it every other year? Make their announcements like that? Probably because they don't. I mean, they don't have. They don't have to spend money at San Diego. They won't. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be in two years from now. There won't be anything big at San Diego from Disney. But then D23 will be a month later. Mm-hmm. All right, so anybody else got anything they want to say before we wrap it up? What was your favorite experience at the con, Ethan? Yeah, Ethan, give us something. I wasn't there. Ethan's just excited for next week when Fear of the Walking Dead begins. Right? Sure. (laughs) The man of many words. And on that note, let's wrap things up. So make sure you check us out at our YouTube page. That's YouTube backslash nerdables or forward slash nerdables. (laughs) <laughs> We're also at Facebook.com ner- uh, Nerdables. Wow. Facebook.com forward slash Nerdables. We're also at... Why don't we just say slash? Slash? I'm, per- I'm sure people will figure Facebook out. Fo- Facebook Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Yeah, How about just... We're on Facebook at Nerdables. And at Twitter, we're at Nerdables Show. And make sure you start checking us out on our website. Again, we are going to start having new content once more. So, You've for... You've been saying that for like two months. I've been saying that. I'm still waiting for Sebastian to put some new stuff up to for us. 
I attacked yeah, Travis. Yes. Uh, Travis is uh, reading Thor stuff. Okay. Because he wants to do throwback Thor's day. Cool. And he wants to see why P- he wants to he wants to get into the mind of someone who likes Thor. And because he's reading Simonson's or is he? he reading I, I recommended Simonson to him, but he read early stuff. He's bounced around to some of the new stuff, uh, and then I was like, "Well, check out Simonson." He's like, "Like," he didn't say much. He's like, "Simonson stuff is gorgeous." And it's a lot more fun than what he's doing. But he's like, he's bound, he's trying to like get a big, he's trying to get like the big picture of Thor. Sweet. And he's trying to, so he'll, you'll probably see some Thor reviews because it's like, you know, I want to, I, because Thor is not his favorite Marvel character. He's like, but a lot of people like him. I want to see what this is about. Yeah. And then Ethan, you're going to start giving us some uh, Walking Dead stuff, right? Come on, get the microphone up there. Why don't you do an unboxing sure. for your Michonne swords? Yeah, you should, you do an unboxing for your Michonne swords. 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 And we could cut some watermelons so we had in the backyard. Michonne's sword, and then you bought two more swords this weekend. <laughs> we'll get some you watermelons. Buy, and you I think I bought four this weekend, and I still spent less than Rich did on one of his hot toys. <laughs> we'll go. We'll set up. We'll go get a watermelon cheap at the supermarket. You could chop the watermelon. I don't think you can actually do anything with this one. Which ones did you buy this week? You bought the God of War blades. I bought yeah the blades of chaos. I bought the book of Eli Machete. And wow, you bought something from continue. a movie that nobody's seen. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I've seen it. And I was like, that's a badass movie. And I saw it there in the shop, and I was like, okay. And Goodbye. still, you don't own any of the Game of Thrones swords. <laughs> yeah, because they're like 300 bucks a piece. What are the other two? You still only said the two that I actually saw. And just two katanas I found. You just found them? Yeah, I just you found like, them. You picked them up off the floor? <laughs> yeah, like some ninja dropped these. <laughs> no, they're not They're not like replicas for anything. It's just I saw them. Are you, are you, are like, you thinking nice. the zombie apocalypse is happening? <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. Yes. You're just getting yourself prepared. Ethan's going to be walking around like Deadpool with all these different swords. Hell yeah. Well, it's like, it's like the meme says where they show like some of the guys from... Uh, the Midwest. You know, the, 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 the... Yeah, the things like... So these are the people that are going to get killed first. Because <laughs> everyone who <laughs> didn't get like, prepared like... Hey, that guy. Hey, Jim's got shit in his house. Let's go kill Jim and take his stuff. So anyways, make sure you check us out next week for another episode, exciting episode of Nerdables.